You something. I ain't gonna lie to you though. That, that uh, hoodie you got on is pretty fucking fly. Oh, thank you. I like I'm it. I'm telling you. I mean, you would really think he went to an Ivy League. Nigga shit, went right? to school. <laughs> right. this and maybe bitch. you should just film this motherfucker and we can talk about Unbecky. Unbecky. Becky. Unbecky. She sure is out here, right? Full house. 500,000. That was the meme I saw. You know, Yo, big house. They called it big, big house. house. Right, right. Wait, this was funny. I was like, I looked at that, I read that, and I said, well, shit. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, bitch, do what you gotta do. Listen, I'm man. not mad at you, because let me tell you something. These schools, it is hard. If your child is mediocre, mm. and there's nothing you can do about it, bitch. Mm. If well, your child problem, is mediocre. The, the problem is it. It's her kids didn't even want to go. No. Like, right. That's how it right. be. Casey, just wait for it, babe. Wait for it. No, I your, understand that. Your but like, dreams when you are great. When, when you're rich like that, when you're rich like that, you don't, your kids don't have to go to college. Girl, yeah. stop. Don't talk, But here's don't what annoys me about the whole situation. Don't say that we shit We acting like rich people ain't been doing this shit for years. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And we going to keep it 100. And I like, you know he it. dumb as hell. You right. know he dumb as fuck. <laughs> what you say? What you say in the last podcast? J.P. Morgan Chase Jr. was uh, uh, selling banks at the age of 11. <laughs> and my kids can't even cut outside the line. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> but here's what's funny. because And you know they dumb as hell. Because the motherfuckers who... <laughs> <laughs> you know they don't. They got, fuck, fuck paying the admissions. I need you to take the SAT. Like fuck, fuck me just donating. Remember, did, did you see that where some of them kids was having no, a dummy they, person take the SAT? Oh yeah, it went, so, it went deeper than that. It was I a heard. whole scam. No, a whole. Was, I heard. Like I heard. they didn't do anything to get they in there. They Photoshop no. pictures of them. <laughs> In like like playing sports like before so college, could, right? So they get scholarships. Scholarships. So here's Which, the thing. that's kind of genius. You think about that's like if, if Yale's going to cost you forty thousand dollars a year, yes, and they're saying I can make this all happen for twenty five thousand. Mm. I'm like, ooh, that sounds like Hold a better on, deal. Right. Hold on. <laughs> you know Hold what on. I mean? Yeah, let's do too. this. Here's yeah. the thing. Here's the Cheaper. thing too. What people don't understand too. These Ivy League schools. Yeah, you need an SAT or ACT score that's out the box, right? Yeah, your GPA needs to reflect that shit too. Cool, I can get everybody to doc, you know, to, to doctor that up. Hell, I can make fucking um, records. However, and that's not a plug, although. <laughs> <laughs> email tequila tales and we'll talk about it uh however 
we need some promotion money, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but let me ask you a question. Here, right, no, no. Just, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But wait, you're just, wait. You're, you're taking dark left. <laughs> you're taking dark left to get a national sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> that was very. <laughs> listen. So if here your we go. kid is dumb as hell, hell you try to get somewhere. Just we, between me and I, all tequila. Look, right, right. between me we and I, we can make it happen, bitch. Listen. Um, however, um, Harvard, Yale. Um, there's a real big business college in Philly. I always forget his name. Forget their name. Or Brown or something. Something Brown? like that. Pepperdine there's or some Brent. shit. Oh. Some Pepperdine's shit. In California, there's you Stanford. Know. You got a lot of Ivy League. Uh, the Ivy League schools want to see you um, have a little bit more substance. So along with your transcripts, the reason why they had them photoshopped in those pictures of sports and clubs mm-hmm. and stuff is because they want to see that. A lot of students submit video oh, okay. um, applications. Because they want to see you involved in other shit. They don't want you just to come and walk the campus. They want you to contribute to right. the overall, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. success of their student body. So um, they want that from their students. So they had to put them in these situations where it looked like mm-hmm. they were super engaged in high school. Haters would say it's Photoshop. When they fuck it. Right, haters would say it's Photoshop. <laughs> and really all they did was drink cough syrup. Right. So um, here's the, the thing. Like, four years. We can't act like niggas been ain't on this game either. Listen, let me tell you. <laughs> Listen, wait, 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 wait. When it That's came to high school diplomas. What? Like, uh, niggas was getting them bitches. Off on, Western. Uh, like, on the low. Off like, Western. $25 and I'll give you a diploma. Yeah. And so you we can't act like niggas wasn't putting Montgomery, a store going out of business like Montgomery Ward. Oh, yes. <laughs> and niggas like, I was the district uh, director <laughs> of <laughs> Montgomery Ward. <laughs> But wait, that's why I wasn't Nigga, mad. Nigga, Circuit City kind of closed like, up, and niggas was like, uh, general manager. General manager. CEO. I was the CEO. Oh, Cicero. Oh, of Silo. Co-founder. Yes. Co-founder of Goldblatt's. <laughs> right. Niggas out there. Nigga, Radio Shack went out of business. Niggas yes. like, I was the chief technology officer <laughs> for Radio Shack. Here's my high school diploma. Prove I wasn't. Prove I wasn't. Who you gonna call, bitch? From Trump University. Here's my high school diploma. But and my degree, MBA. Right, right. But I think that's why I wasn't upset. I think I read that shit and was like, "Well, shit, you do what you gotta do." This was this was one of those like. Yeah, this was white people being white people. White people like, being we, white people. We wasn't even, this Can't, wasn't even worth the outrage. Literally. I'm so, I'm so no. proud of us for not being outraged. No. Because you know what's you going on. Like, yeah, what's everyone is snitching. Yes. Mm. People, yes. everyone is snitching today. Man, people didn't snitch up. back then. Uh, everyone, think about money. it. Yep. People are snitching on yes. everything yes. today. Like snitching has become popular. It is. But yo, that's how I feel about the niggas at Subway. Yo, if I tell you more fucking spinach, bitch, on my sandwich, it's not your spinach. Ain't no problem. You act like you pulled that spinach out your garden and you getting kickbacks from the spinach. That's funny. You are not. <laughs> Why are you telling on well, niggas paying no, no, to get no. into school? Casey, Let I just them love that she school. pivoted to the subway. Brittany, I, I, you got to stop being that subway. That's just going to kill you. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you, Jared lost, lost weight. Nigga, Jared is in jail. <laughs> you can't trust that nigga. <laughs> he is definitely in jail. I, I and just, he wasn't eating Subway to lose all that weight. Either. I just was, need to know. I just need to know why they only give niggas one napkin. Napkin. Because I gotta stand there like and it, look at Habib. Because you know, the food it, isn't real. A whole because the meat, napkin. the meat isn't real, and there shouldn't be nigga. a reason for you to your fingers to get that <laughs> messed up. Wait, eating some shit that's so, synthetic. So wait, so I like the tuna. 
uh, salad. That's not real. Okay, tuna. hold on. Shut up. <laughs> Subway. Subway. For those, for, for everyone who's listening, hold on. Ain't Ain't no problem. Problem. For everyone who's listening, I had an old coworker ten years ago put me on a tuna at Subway. At the time, I think I had to be like um, 21, 22 or something like that. And did you um, say a couple years ago? Ten you years ago. Said, oh, you said ten. <laughs> nigga, I thought and, you said a couple years ago. I had to be like twenty one. I was like, like, hold on, nigga. Twenty one, twenty two. That's that and new math. You so silly. <laughs> quick math. Quick math. So quick math. Uh, quick math. So um, at the time, the only tuna I ate was my mother's tuna because tuna is one of those things where I feel like I got to know you mm. to eat it. Totally agree. Okay, mm. it's like eggs. Okay, like potato salad. Y- you bit. feel me? I need Casey. To, I need to will know eat you. Everybody's potato <laughs> salad. <laughs> My baby ain't eating no potato salad. But okay. Um, so she kept telling me, and she was of the Caucasian influence, and she Just kept say saying she was white. Okay, it sounds like you're getting biblical. She was white. She was of the and, Caucasian descent. <laughs> and so he was the African descent. That's it. So I'm looking he at her. And don't she's do like, your accent. Who does they don't oh, do the accent? Oh 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 oh. Look. So I'm looking at her, what? and I'm what? like, I'm like, look here, Ash. Listen, I don't think we got the same taste, but I'm not gonna like this no Subway tuna. And she's like, no, really, you really are. Come on. Let me take you. I'm going to make your salad. I'm like, oh, God, this bitch about to waste my money, mm. right? So I'm being nice because I just got this job. So I ain't trying to ruffle no feathers, right? Mm. So I'm like, right, fuck it, whatever. I'll just be hungry until I get home. She goes to Subway. She gets the spinach scoops over spinach. I'm sorry, the tuna scoops over spinach. She only has them do uh, tomato and um, she does have them add some more onion. And then she has them do, um, you know, chop it up and add the red vinegar. Mm. So I look at her and I so say. So she knew how to dock yeah, it. Yeah, just okay. the red vinegar. And so I'm used to, you know, from my family, when we took, when we do uh, salad dressing, you know, it's French. It's, it's, it's <laughs> you know, Caesar. It's ranch, you know. And she's like, you don't need none of that with no tuna. You just need the red vinegar. I'm like, red vinegar? What are you doing? This is going to be gross. I got back to work, and that was some of the best fucking tuna I've ever had in my life. Mm. Okay, and so that's some then, bullshit. Mm. And since then, since then, I fuck with Subway's tuna. So current day, my my boyfriend now, I, I, I we go to Subway. I say, let me get the tuna salad as a you salad. Do it, you do it the same way she did. I do did, it the same way because that's how I eat it. Deviate, huh? you I don't, don't deviate, huh? I don't deviate. You don't deviate so at what's all. A, th- so that's a sandwich that someone it, put you on that you like. It's a salad. And so it's a salad, he, not a sandwich. Right. He it's a salad. Okay. He's like, Why are you eating that tuna? That's nasty. So I I'm like, don't worry about it. I felt the same way. I let him taste it. Now that's all he gets he as a sandwich. As what a did sandwich. he get before? Uh turkey. So or, his sandwiches or or the salad, whatever, wasn't fire. He didn't get the salad. He would get like a wrap. So let's or do a, a let's do it. Okay, I'm gonna give. So you, now he gets the tuna as a sandwich. You see what I'm saying? I'm and give he does you it the same way, okay. but just as a sandwich. But here's my thing. Wait, real Go quick. Ahead, sorry, because this was this was about the napkins. Ain't no problem. Shut up. This was about the napkins. I got oh. this tuna sandwich. You feel me? With 19 scoops of tuna, and bitch, you wrap it in one napkin. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I need some more napkins. Are you back there woven these? I need, these I need like together? at least twelve. I need like, like twelve of them. No, they 
it's they're franchise. expecting you. It's a franchise. They're expecting you to wrap the sandwich in that big ass sheet of paper they give. No, you. bitch. That's I need mean, they're a hoping that you They're do. not trying to like the franchise ain't trying to give away the money. It's not corporate. Like you know what I mean. Like they're like, no, we ain't gonna hey, give y'all. you all these motherfucking. Hey, we need to open up a subway, have a DJ hey, in that ad day. I remember back in the, the day. Napkin. And Sprite I remember, Remix. I remember back in the day, you can open up a franchise subway for 15000 mm. But you can't anymore. But it's a little bit more, but it's not that expensive to open no, up one. No, you don't need But I'm going to tell you a dope sandwich. If anyone's ever interested in getting a dope sandwich. From Subway? <laughs> From Subway. The oh. only one you should ever mm. get. If it's meatball, you nasty. Hell oh no! God. What is? Why it? the fuck would you get meatballs? That's gross. That gross. Ain't that shit nasty? No, you get the fake chicken. The fake chicken okay. with the fake bacon. <laughs> okay. What? With cheese, lettuce, tomatoes, green pepper, onions, uh-huh. and you get the ranch and the chipotle mayo on top of it on the flatbread. It's amazing. Okay, so it, what, what it's is a the game fake ordering chicken? It, the, when I'm when I'm ordering it, do I, exactly, Casey? Do I say uh, I need the fake chicken? chicken. With yeah, because you know fake that's fake. not real chicken breast. They cut up. <laughs> that chicken breast is suspect. But let me. It's tell like you. that chicken breast you get from Jewel that's already cut up. Right, and right. Like, and, and the you can put this on your salad. Be like, <laughs> and it's grilled Yo, already, and it's light skin. How y'all get some light skin grilled, grilled chicken? Chicken, right? It don't like no. This suspect. If you add sweet onion. To any of your sandwiches, you have just changed the game. Oh, what I, is it? The, is it the sweet sweet what? onion sauce? But what's the other the little green? What is it called? The the little what? green ones. They call like sweet peppers or something. Oh, the banana peppers. Yeah, but oh, banana peppers. Those are banana legit. Peppers. Yeah, sweet onion you sauce. You put those on the sandwich. They legit. Hold up, get the steak right. The Philly steak right. Mm. With Philly steak with the pepper. <laughs> Don't jack get cheese. that. That's not steak. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is the. But chicken. you want us to get the fake chicken. <laughs> Neither is the chicken. He said that steak ain't from Philly for real. No, no the cool. chicken is from Jersey. That's the Jersey. Chicken is synthetic. <laughs> Jersey steak. The steak was made. In an alley somewhere <laughs> in fucking Zimbabwe. I don't know. Like, it's some random shit they got flew that in. That ain't like, steak, that's cat. That's, right? uh-uh, don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Don't do that. That's squirrel that Zimbabwe. Meat. That's squirrel. Asian. Don't do that. <laughs> hey, that shit's still happening. Y'all know that, right? Well, they just found out they were testing pesticides on dogs. They were injected it with them uh, here in Chicago. Gross. Like all these scientists, they was injecting pesticide, and they came in and did a bust, and like that dog about to die, that dog about to die. Oh my god! <laughs> it Damn. was like oh, I didn't know that. Hey, speaking of uh, a bus, did y'all a hear? bus a bus? Did y'all hear about Casey? Are you hearing these transitions? <laughs> what the hell is a bus? Um, <laughs> kind of. It's, it's I don't understand how they're happening. <laughs> hold on, speaking of hold a on. bus, <laughs> a bust. Nigga, <laughs> pronounce the T a bus. Oh, a bus. You meant a bus. A bus. Okay, okay. I thought you were saying a bus. Baby, <laughs> that's we what usually I don't pronounce our T's and shit. We was like a bus. A bus. A bus. A bus. But that's just like. But that's just like. We were like that. No, no, no. <laughs> you mean that? That's something else that we don't pronounce the T in. What else is the word? Because I be getting corrected by by back. Um, damn. Which one? Have... Which word? Or but we, I know it's the T. Add... I, I know the T. <laughs> or we add a T that doesn't belong. Add a T right. or add a S. Yes. Like people like hate periods. <laughs> right, periods. Or or add Lord. a S. The Illinois. Lord. Illinois. Illinois. Right. Illinois or uh, jewels. 
Or jewels, yeah. yeah like, jewels, but no, it's jewel, definitely yeah. jewels. It's definitely jewels. Yeah, it's, it's, that's it's how S I, on the That's the S on that bitch. Yeah. It's an invisible S. It's no S on that bitch. It's an invisible That shit is jewels. It's like it's like J E W E L S H. Apostrophe S. So hold on, hold on, y'all. So speaking of a bust. So with <laughs> <laughs> now you gotta emphasize this shit. <laughs> did y'all we see, ain't shit? Did y'all see that in New New York, New York at the port, they found over like seven hundred million or seven million dollars worth of no, cocaine. No, it was seventy. It was seventy. Seventy million dollars worth of cocaine. Yeah. It, it was on its way to Ecuador or somewhere. Mm. So the United States government don't know if if it was made for. You know, United States and Ecuador, but I'm like, they wouldn't put that shit on a boat that makes a stop. All that cocaine that was definitely. But wasn't it hidden or something like that? It was in these crates, and but it, it wasn't hidden. Like it was hidden, but then they um they realized one. What of I mean, a, like it wasn't in like coffee beans or like no no you no know, no, like no. As they were wrapped up old school eighty style cocaine How in the bricks. Fuck did that even get through? All white bricks. Bricks. How did, but how did that even get through if they didn't? You Look, know what I mean? Omar, they were them. in these goddamn crates. Do you hear me? And so normally they don't. Oh, Port wait, Authority this was. Oh, this came in off the water. Off and the then water. It's supposed to hit the plane. Right. No, well, no, no, no. The boat docked into New York. Whoever was supposed to come pick up their share was coming to get it. And then the boat was supposed to take back off and go to Ecuador somewhere. And the rest of it was going to be dropped off. So, so they, they were tipped off then. Right. Well, no. Here's what happened. So this is the story that they put. The story is the people, the Port Authority, they went on the boat for their routine check. check, And they typically don't do nothing crazy unless they see something. But they said that one of the officers saw that one of the crates had been already open, like pried open. And... The boat was not ready to be delivered. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they're supposed to check it before it actually reaches its destination in the United States because it is coming from Colombia. Okay? Mm-hmm. And they noticed that one of the crates were already pried open. So the guy just went over to the crate on some random, like, oh, this is open. Opened it and was like, Grabbed my, a couple keys, my put nigga, them in his bag, and it was like, bricks, let me alert the All white bricks. And then when they opened up everything, s- street value of $70 million. And then had the nerve to say, oh, well, the boat is also, like, final destination is Ecuador. So we don't even know if the drugs were meant for the United States. Ain't no drug dealer put no, no $70 million worth of cocaine on a boat that makes a pit stop, bitch. No, it's a, usually it'll go straight to... That destination, unless those drugs were meant, some of them. So to customs stop off. is a motherfucker, though. Like you know what I mean to get yeah. shit shipped. Like I learned that. Like just You've an been import and cocaine? export. No, just an import and export. Like even if you <laughs> ordered a bunch of TVs, and you know, there's no guarantee of the route that it's gonna get True. there. And what happens is a lot of times you get fucked if the shit hits custom and it's flagged. Because anything could be on that shipment mm. and get flagged, and then your shit get flagged, and then now your shit's held at the dock, and you may not get it for months. Mm. You, you know, know what's what I mean? crazy? That's why a lot of people are just flying the shit now. Like, if you get shit that's really important, you don't want it to be on the water. It's just like, it's really hard to get shit from Africa into Africa, because they have to hit a fucking boat. Mm. Yeah. Or you're going to pay more for air. And if you ship in large quantities, you want to go on the water because it's cheaper. Right. But customs, when they hit the shit, they are they can hold your shit up. 
Yeah. And they can make you pay a fee to come get it. And a lot of times what happens with with like uh with import and export, like if it hit customs, they don't have to release your shit until you provide certain documents and a lot of times you can lose your shipment. So you just lost money. So that's if if in, in investment they have these things called futures that people do. And oh, futures yeah. is really about crates yeah and like they're bidding on the shit that you lost like lost. yeah you know what i mean yeah. and you know what i, like, I, I know I that but i i still don't fully understand it outside of it's like outside of vegas wars. but 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 i'm saying outside of a vegas type of thing where it's like oh i oh you bet you can do this i bet you can't and and that's what it is. Like that's basically what futures are because because there's no value that comes. In, they're betting. In they're betting, betting against. On, they're it, it, betting, it's betting on. It's gambling on this crate, right? It's so been, it, let's it, say I have a crate. I'm going to get a bunch of buy some TVs for dirt cheap, and I'm getting them from Australia, and it comes to the U.S. It's coming to the U.S. It gets stopped somewhere in customs, and then you know whoever is like, oh, they don't have the proper paperwork. Mm-hmm. And I need that shit there in in the U.S. like in a week or so. Right. And they go, Omar, are you going to provide us with X, Y, Z and all this information? And I'm just like, it's going to cost me more. And I don't have the time to do it. I'm just going to buy another shipment and get the shit shipped. Another route. Mm-hmm. I can't go there and get this shit. I don't have anyone, you know that's affiliated that I can go get it. And sometimes you can hire like brokers and they'll go and do all the shit for you. And then you got to pay them. It right. may cost you more than what the shipments actually than what worth. The shipments worth. So you, you just, just fucking order just, which one. It could be it. a shipment worth of pencils in this but, bitch. But, but I guess <laughs> what I'm getting at though is if, if I make a fortune off of futures and like betting against and just that, that whole dynamic, I guess conceptually, it, it it's always so wild to me when I see that money gets made through things that don't provide value, right? No, it does. Like, think about it like this. you Let's say you want to bid. Let's say you're in the futures, you're in the export, right, or import. You buying crates. You could say, I'm going to buy this crate for $300. Mm-hmm. You open it up. Is rotten ass potatoes. You like, mm-hmm. like I just lost three hundred dollars. Right, but Why? let's say I'm gonna spend five hundred dollars on this crate, and you open it up, and it's like a thousand flat screen TVs. You like I'm fucking paid. Right. See, then I still don't get that. It's you a just gamble. Don't, what it is is basically like I said. It's like storage but, but that's wars. What I'm Have saying, you ever it's seen a, that? It's a, it's a gamble. Have you ever is watched that? So it's it's basically Vegas, but with real commodities. No, it's storage wars. Have you ever seen that show? Uh, like. Okay, so yeah. here's what storage wars ha- happens. So people put their shit in storage. They default on the storage. So that means like the storage places, like public storage and all of them, owns the storage, right? Mm-hmm. And so what they do is they don't have nowhere to put that shit, and the storage places don't have no value. They, they don't, they're not going to sell it. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they hold these auctions. They have people come, and they'll say, okay, it's a 10 by 13 storage. 
We gonna auction it off. Start the auction at five dollars. And you don't know what's in it. You shit. have no idea what's in it. And so people are auctioning like, okay, based off the size of the storage, right? <laughs> and so people are like, okay, five dollars, ten dollars, whatever. And it could go up. Like it's been up to the point where I've seen people pay five thousand dollars for a storage space. Open it up, and it's a fucking bike in that bitch. <laughs> and I've also seen motherfuckers pay. So it's gambling. Yes, I've it's seen gambling. a motherfucker pay fifty dollars for it's storage. Gambling. I've seen a motherfucker pay $50 for storage, open it up, and it's all antique everything. The paintings, the everything. Like, somebody just died. You just hit the jackpot. And you just hit the fucking there was jackpot. One. So it's gambling. There was like, one. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was one. That's what I'm shit. getting at, though, is that, is that there isn't any value. Like, okay. So, so hold on, hold on. Don't know. I want to ca- piggyback on the storage war thing, because if you like that show, they just recently, maybe a couple months ago, someone was bidding on a locker. Okay. And... They ended, the the highest bidder went to five hundred dollars. When they got to the locker and the people who bought it, they found seven point five million dollars in cash. In there. Fuck <laughs> out Shit. of here! <clears throat> not, not, but okay, Damn. because they gotta break it. They gotta they gotta cut the lock. It's the first time that the storage company is actually opening the. They can't. The storage company does not. They own it, but they don't own it. Gotcha. So when you buy it in auction. It's the first time that they're opening the storage. So the storage company don't even know. Everybody's standing outside and, of it. And, and this is written into the rules of the storage, of, 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 of your, your, your agreement. Your contract mm. and your insurance. And what happens a lot of okay. times is old people die on them. Mm-hmm. So all their efforts to get their money or to come f- for them to end their contract, pay them out and pick their shit up. They don't have anyone. They can't get in touch and so they don't they're know. Like, they're like, they're like, let's make it exciting. We don't so know we what's up in here. We're not going to look inside of it and well, sell it. Well, they can't it. own it, right? right. So they, they have to make own. money off of right. it. Right. And right. usually you're only 30 or, okay, that's or you're only 30 or 60 days behind in your storage. And at most you might be you might be what? $300 depending on the size of the storage behind. So if they can get 500 or more for the storage space, they've come up. They they've made their money so back. So conceptually, it's almost like the insurance hustle, right? Absolutely. Like we're paying into something, you know, but they, most people ain't going to get into an accident. But in the event you do, you got this. Like, so it's, it's a gamble. Like insurance is a gamble. And they do but, futures with mm. crops too. If you think about crops, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're like, you're a farmer, you need investors. If you need this, you need that. So you're getting all these people to invest in it. But a huge storm can come and wipe out all the crops. You're like, shit. Or you can invest in all the crops and you can make millions of dollars. Like we just came up, but something okay. could happen. You're okay. like, there's a tsunami right. about to hit. I guess I'm. I guess I'm. I guess I'm starting to understand a little bit more because uh, I, I knew about it, but the but the first time that I had any real understanding about it was that movie, uh, The Big Short. Mm-hmm. And when they were really kind of like talking about it a little bit, it was just like, oh shit! So did wait you a minute. understand that movie? Oh, I love the movie. I felt like I that did. movie was moving so fast. Oh, oh, it was moving incredibly fast. It, I'm gonna it tell was you, Omar. Fast. The only reason that I understood it is because when I used to live in Atlanta, uh, my ex girlfriend was a, a real estate agent, and so I was there I thought... when that stuff used to happen. You know what I'm saying? And so I like like all the stuff that happened with like the. Um, uh, loan officers and just like like when they had the strippers. No, no, I, I I understood it. I knew what was going on, but I felt like they paced it really fast. They, like they were trying to cram. Oh yeah, absolutely. Thirty years worth of information into an well, hour and well, a half. Well, they they were, but but when you think about the downfall of like like 
you know, the stock market and and the real estate industry, like it happened very fast because it like shit was was bubbling and peaking around 2005. But by 2008 and Lehman Brothers and all that shit, you know, we were in like the Great Recession. So, I mean, it was like it really did happen fast like that. And so they were showing that shit you happened over the course of from, fucking 10 years. But they didn't but they didn't they didn't take you all the way back to Glass-Steagall. They took you back to where everybody was living high on the hog. And you had strippers that have fucking four or five properties. Like, that was happening in 2005, 2006. No, I'm, I'm not saying they so didn't tell the story. Was, yeah. But I'm saying they really rushed. Like, yeah, they it was, it, the, they even only the way it was cut. They only but had I'm two saying, hours. even the way it was cut, it was very, like, <laughs> pop, 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 pop. Yeah, Every it was, scene, it, it was, was like, it just it, went right in. It must in. have been intentional because it, yeah, it was, uh, it was very fast. And as interesting as this conversation is, I do want to get back to the college game. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. Ain't no problem. Ain't, Ain't no problem. problem. Damn, we just went on a tangent. All right. Yeah, though. Take okay. it, That's, that's okay. Scandal. Talking about futures and shit, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Omar, are we doing this all night? Yes, yeah, girl. Is that your friend? <laughs> You've been doing this shit since 7 o'clock. Another Jesus one. Jesus Christ. You watch one Shannon Sharp clip and you can't stop <laughs> Ain't yourself. no problem. Ain't no problem. <laughs> Ain't no problem. Um, so Omar had mentioned earlier that he was glad that there wasn't any b- backlash. Well, some people have been um, bringing up some old shit. Okay. And um, I want to talk about it a little bit. So okay. the story of a black mother who served jail time for using her father's address so her two daughters could enroll at a better school gained new attention on social media this week as news of a widespread college admission, admission scandal broke. Kelly Williams Bolar served nine days in jail in 2011 after she was found guilty of using her father's address instead of her own in an attempt to have her daughters enroll in a better school district than the Akron, Ohio one they were slated for. Girl, uh, Akron. She was <laughs> right. So she was also on pro. She was also on probation for three years and required to complete 80 hours of community service. It's overwhelming. I'm exhausted, she said, after her sentencing, according to ABC. I did this for them, so there it is. I did this for them. Her story resurfaced after more than 40 people were charged in a college enrollment scandal where wealthy parents, including actresses Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin, paid thousands of dollars to get their children into elite and highly selective schools. Several social media users were quick to point out the discrepancy in media attention to pay media attention paid to Williams Bolar's story compared to that of high-profile Hollywood actresses pointing out that Huffman and Laughlin should serve jail time as well. I don't think motherfuckers should serve jail time with this damn school shit. I think it's a travesty that that woman in Ohio served any Mm -hmm. time and had to do any community service. Like, I mean, if you're not supposed to, I mean, city of Chicago does that, like make it, make it a big deal about mm-hmm. falsifying addresses for these schools. Um, mm-hmm. So I get it. But kick them out to school, my nigga. Why is the parents serving jail time? It's it's all coming from a good place. You act like a nigga stealing money from you. Like, it's, yeah. it's all coming well, from the, a good spot. Like, I don't get it. Like the, the school district hired a private investigator to, like, catch her. And then once the district had evidence on her, they asked her to pay $30,000 back in tuition. And when she refused to do so, she was indicted on felony charges. Fuck you. 30 for what? For fucking yeah. what? You don't even pay that much to your teachers. And you want me to pay $30,000 in back tuition? No. Right. Tuition- so the point is, I guess the... the my, not backlash, but I think people want to know, are, are they going to keep that same energy? 
Like, are y'all going? I think to they gonna. Have, I hope. I hope they are because, like, for situations like the woman in Ohio, I mean, you can't mm-hmm. make her serve nine days, expect her to pay thirty thousand, or put her through, you know, community service, and then don't do anything for these these other two women on a higher scale. Now, do I think it's right? Nah, just kick their ass out to school. Like, I mean, you got caught uh, jigs up. But I'm not going to say that yeah. as a parent who wants the same for their kid that I wouldn't attempt if I had the opportunity to do the same shit. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, mm. I don't... If if, yeah. if, my, if I had that opportunity, I, shit, bitch, you're going to Harvard and this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> for free. I just hope for that, free, like, bitch. this... I hope that this is an example that, like you said, Brittany, that a parent will do just about anything to give the best to their kids and it's we coming need to from stop. a good place yeah even stop with these I white mean, women i, th- I think well, the cha- i think the challenge with this is that i think the people that are upset are basically poor people like <laughs> you know like poor people in the sense that they have a really smart kid and maybe yeah. they took their opportunity you know what i mean if someone right, paid you to right. be in there but the only a- struggle i have with this conversation is rich people have been doing this already They've been right. blocking opportunities from poor kids because that's rich people shit, right? Like rich people are going to make sure that their kids go to the best school because they can afford to, you know, what's the difference between paying this person to fucking Photoshop you and do the SAT score? What's different than me saying I'm going to sponsor this library in this school right. yeah. and then my entire family gets to go here for free. Right. You know what I mean? There is no difference. This is right. a rich person's game. Right. And you know what? It, it's one of those things where this is the thing. Okay. I get it. You know, everyone's like, oh, rich people do it. Rich people do it because they can and they got the money to do it. But it's also a tale that you know your child's limitation. They ain't you, my nigga. So, because it's one of those things where it's like, if you rich, rich, why, why go? Why is that a big thing for them to go to school? Because they'll always be taken care of. Yeah, not always. If I know my kids' limitations, well, they are dumb and they want to make sure they get some kind of <laughs> they education. They get something like I, so I they don't to, come back and keep feeding from the well. Goddamn it! They like like I got to put something behind your name that at least gets you that administrative job, my nigga. Cause because because you're be not honest. gonna make it. Let's be honest about education. If you're really smart, you don't need the university. The university needs you. Absolutely, I agree Mark, a thousand percent. Mark with that. Zuckerberg didn't need Harvard. Hell no, Harvard oh benefits. Up out of there. Off of him being there, exactly, and most of the other entrepreneurs, absolutely. So even the ones that didn't fucking graduate, they calling them alumni. Do you think Mark Zuckerberg shut down Facebook because we was talking shit? Like, hey, if I was Mark Zuckerberg, I would flip the switch. Probably did. He saw Isaac last post on Tequila Tales. He was like, Nah, I'm I'm, nah. Oh, y'all think y'all think I'm too big for my britches? Actually, I think Facebook went down because. R. Kelly don't know how to hog tie nobody. No, there were two executives that <laughs> left too. <laughs> All right, the WhatsApp executive, that executive, left. executive, the Casey, WhatsApp executive. Casey, yeah, so now, yeah. now to your point, right? Like because I think you can look at it two ways, and I think that there are times where when 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 we have this discussion, right? Like people when they say keep that same energy, there's this piece in them that wants. That wants to feel equal, right? Like that wants to feel vengeance. Like it's not fair when the black person gets this much time right. and the white person gets this much time. And so for them, they feel like the solution is that 
everybody's got to get heavy time. If she got heavy time, then or 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 you know, if the black person got heavy time, then the white person needs to get heavy time. I'm one that says I do think it needs to be fair, right? But I think that the fairness doesn't come in saying that we all get fucked in the ass. Right. Fairness comes in saying, okay, no, I'm not going to say keep the same energy towards white people as you keep towards black people. I'm going to say, no, keep the same energy towards black people as you keep towards white people, right? Because if it really is a white collar crime, if it really is something that should be a slap on the wrist, why is it that when a black person right. gets charged, we're getting 10 years? Getting I don't want to see white people. I don't want to see white people that are selling cocaine get 10 years no. the same way that a black person got 10 years selling crack. No, I want to see a black person gets one year selling crack the same way that a white person Absolutely. got one year you're selling fucking absolutely. cocaine because, because that's that's how the absolutely. system becomes even right absolutely. that's how we keep the same absolutely. energy I, i'm not one that says we all got to be slaves i'm one that says let's it just needs to be e- it, it, even it, it, it needs to be even but the same way that you were understanding right right towards right. the white person that you, you, the same way you show compassion keep that same energy I'm not saying keep the same energy and it be on some devil shit right. keep the same energy because you understand someone because you're looking at them and you're humanizing them and you're understanding that Absolutely. you know what they came up through some hard shit right Akron, that to me Ohio, is how you do it Akron Ohio bitch I'd have laughed at the fucking judge you goddamn right I lied the fuck I got two girls or two boys. You're absolutely, I, 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 and I'll do it again. I'll do it again. You better check me next year, bitch. that's basically what she said. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. I mean, there is light at the end of that tunnel. Like, she was um, in school for a teaching, teaching assistant uh, position, and the judge knocked it down to a misdemeanor because it's like, this is a, to have her be a felon, she could no longer do that job. And it doesn't make any sense to take her out of, you know the economy just because we're trying to make, to make it worse out of her. absolutely that's not, when it, yeah, it's all coming right. from the same place and i know how black twitter is not necessarily black twitter but you know the hoteps uh they <laughs> they want to see the white man hang from a tree i get it Brittany, what's um, a hotel you know the i want to hear your definition i've heard oh my extremist. God. it's an extremist and casey please blackness. key in it's extremist <laughs> blackness. But hold on, wait a second. Casey, before I go there with this um, absurdness that he wants to talk about. But anyway. Yeah, I, everybody um, may not know what that okay. is. I what I'm saying is I don't think that these women, <laughs> I, I don't feel vengeance like, oh, they must all go to jail. Why? Because I come from a parent's perspective. perspective. I get it. Yeah. A thousand percent. I don't think it was right that she had any kind of time or any kind of reparation. Like, like. I think that she should have just been like, hey, we got to kick him out. So don't do this shit again. You've been banned. You don't do it again. You know what I'm saying? But to, but to have her serve time and have to do all that community service, that's that's excessive. And I think mm-hmm. that would be the same thing on this greater scale because with these schools, you have lost a ton of money. You have lost thousands of dollars for a school now that they are going to be expelled expelled from and can never return, even even if they did get their shit together and could be smart to get into school, maybe from a master's <laughs> perspective, they could never return. You see what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like you've already paid all this money that you've lost. Uh, bitch, don't do it again. You feel me? I just don't think that it's necessary for crimes like that or fibs like that to be <laughs> little white lies little white lies cause I'm telling you I, I just feel like it, what's a little black we, lie you know 
Uh, we know what a little white lie is. Ray Ray ain't selling weed. Uh, That's a little black lie. Ray Ray ain't selling weed. Uh, Mm-hmm. No, really, but he's selling. I'm just saying, like, if we, put, he's just, you know, he's selling something a lot stronger. Just a little stronger. If we, once we make it and blow the fuck up, and we making fifty thousand dollars that I could just give to Yale for my child, I look, look, five hundred thousand. Well, hey, five hundred thousand. Right, right. What man. I'm saying is, it's worth it because when you know your child and you know what <laughs> they're capable of you have to help them <laughs> they're not capable well no they're no no, no. it just you just so them. we're clear because i'm 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 with you guys on most of this i think what a lot of people are annoyed about is that for one like your children needed didn't need to go to those schools. So it's not like their kids couldn't have gotten into any school. It's like you paid for them to get into these elite colleges because of an image that you're trying to uphold. So it's not the same energy as I want my kid to get a good education because I live in Akron, Ohio, and this is the only way I can make that happen. It's I'm going to spend... As much as I need to, I'm going to bribe these proctors. I'm going to bribe this dude. And he's going to tell me I can write all this shit off so that my kid can go to a school that makes our family look good. That doesn't that that's not the same as I'm trying to do right by my kids. You're not only did you not do right by them. You also just fucked them up even more by getting caught. But I think so what they were doing. I, I don't want to paint it out to be like, oh, they just wanted to to help their kid and put them in a good position. Nah, I mean maybe a little bit, but at the same time, like the uh, uh, Lori Laughlin's daughter, Aunt Becky, her kid said on her YouTube channel where she makes a ton of money from sponsorships from Sephora and um, it, not Invisalign Direct. Uh, whatever them Invisalign shits or whatever. She makes a lot of money doing that. And she's like, y'all know I don't really like school. I don't even go to class like that. I'm just here for the parties and the experience. But what? I, 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 like, I think, I think but I think there was a couple things that were going on here. I don't think it was just for them trying to get into school. Because if you're going to drop that kind of cash, get to the, the, the tier one schools, right? I think what they were trying to do is they were trying to actually get them to go to school for free. Where they're like, hey, if I pay X amount of dollars, let's get them on this scholarship, so I don't have to pay Ooh. as much money. So it was what's more, the purpose? If you spend well, five hundred thousand to get them in, well, it depends that, on the, the school, difference? right? That's it depends on the they school. went to USC. It depends on the school, right? But you know, there were other schools, universities in there where they did drop a little bit of dough, and that's where you saw the higher amounts. But, you know, I think, what's her name, Aunt Becky or whatever? Like, mm, I yeah, think they're only Huffman. asking for, like, 15 grand from her. You know what I mean? Like, she didn't No, have, that was Huffman. That was Felicity Huffman. Oh, she paid 15000 Yeah, but, uh, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't a lot of money. Like, a lot of these schools, they could have probably got off, got into with a reference, right? But yeah, I think yeah, I think they got caught up in the okie doke. But here's the thing. Here's know. the way I look at it. Like, you can always go, you can always send your kid to another school. However, with I think with this was, it was... I think they that these folks were kind of manipulated a little bit. Like, hey, I can get X, Y, Z done for you. I've done this for this. I've done that for that. Because you think about it, this was a thing, right? Like, this was like right. every everyone was doing it. And you think, and you look at the, the people. Dude taking the, the, a- thinking, dude taking th- the SAT was like 30-something. But, 30 but, 
but you think about the people that they they get right. They're all like C list celebrities. They didn't get any A list because if you're Brad Pitt's son, they're letting you in off the fact of you you're being Brad Pitt's son. Mm. So these were like a lot of people. So they were manipulated and saying, and they were probably approached. Like they were yeah. probably approached of someone Absolutely. coming up saying, "Hey, know your kids turning eighteen? You know, have you thought about what college they're going to?" So you know, anytime you get a ring of shit going, there is a ring leader. And, you know, and and I'm starting to look at this that way. I'm not looking at it like these parents sought this person out right. to say, "Help my kid get in school." And like they probably didn't give a shit. And and, and it, let me tell you something: five hundred thousand dollars for school, but nigga. I'm gonna give you five hundred thousand. Go open up a candy store if you dumb as hell. Like <laughs> we'll figure this out. If I get five hundred thousand dollars to throw in the school, that's and I know you dumb school. as hell. Right, like you dumb as fuck. But, but how Casey about a two, bunch of shoe shine shops? You, you know what I'm saying, Casey? Two. You know, um, I also think that a lot of institutions, academic institutions, actually the name speaks for itself. So whether whether the student can be dumb as fuck. The shit you could say could be dumb as fuck, but if you're on your resume, you actually got Harvard. Oh, you got you got through Harvard. You a little loose, but you got through Harvard. Okay, well I'm gonna give you that. You know what I'm saying? Because I know the type of academics that's coming through there, and I know the type of students who are able to sustain and actually graduate. So while it does make their family look good that you know, oh my kid is at Harvard, and I do this and I do that. And we didn't think she was going to make it through high school, but she in Harvard. Mm. Um, I also think that, too, it's also a, a a way of setting them up for success that they may not even understand at such a young age as to how just clickish how shit is. You know what I'm saying? Just being a part no. of certain things. How that kind of speaks bigger I, than you. I understand all that. I get what y'all are saying. I just feel like... <laughs> I'm I don't know. I feel a lot of. Really I feel a all. lot of. I feel a lot of defensiveness for them, and it's like they did a really shitty thing. <laughs> like, I mean, it, I agree. it's shitty. It's, it's a lot of students not- that could have used those opportunities and could not get them. Like, we are constantly blamed for affirmative action. You know, taking spots from students who deserve shit, and it's like, yo, affir- affirmative action needs to exist first of all, and second, it mainly benefits white women more than anyone. So let's stop with it. Like, I just feel like I I agree they now, shouldn't go to jail. I think that's a little extreme, but. but- Girl, but they gonna to be your, at an HBCU. But even to your, but even okay. to your point, they can't though, go Casey, nowhere. No but more. Even to your point, though, <laughs> they Casey, get found this, out. It's over. This kind of harkens back to what I was saying a it's moment over. ago, right? Like when we are searching for truth and justice, we have to be cautious that we're not just looking for vengeance, right? Because we can get the vengeance. We can get the vengeance, and that doesn't solve what was really problematic. You no, know what I, I mean? Agree. And so, I like, agree. that's why. Anytime I'm I'm seeing a situation like this and I'm thinking like, okay, how do we really move forward from a very progressive aspect? The, to me, the way that we move forward is we really look at it and say, all right, if we really want to solve this situation and the way we solve it is keep that same energy, right? Like keep that same energy and not saying that, oh, it wasn't fair when this happened with us. You know what I'm saying? So now the same bad thing has to happen to them. It's it's really saying really equality is us understanding that what it is ultimately that we're looking for is to be treated the same way. 
right? Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. and and so like it, it from my perspective, I'm not necessarily trying to defend or trying to say that they shouldn't be blamed i'm trying to say that we shouldn't be blamed right and so you almost have to be very cautious when we're having these type of arguments because we have these kind of arguments it it and i don't even care whether or not we seem like we're being bitter right like because it's it's not it's, it's not about how we look or the whole nine but it's about okay i'll give you a good example and 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 this may be comparing apples to oranges let's take kim kardashian and let's take, uh, uh, you know, some of the things that she's been doing with criminal justice, right? Certain people don't like certain, like the moves that she's making because they feel like she's being um, opportunistic. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Maybe she is, right? Maybe she is. But my thing is, is if you're going to be opportunistic and you're going to actually do something that's for the good, then I'm in I'm in full support of that, right? Like I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, Trump will meet with her and yada yada yada. But I'm looking at it like, okay, yeah, Trump is meeting with her and she's really moving, you know, the needle or pushing the needle as it comes to you know criminal justice reform. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm just like, okay, we have to start getting to a space where we wage the right arguments. You know what I mean? You don't want to just get caught fighting a battle. And win the battle. You win the battle, but you lose the war, right? We can win the battle in this, and old girl, um, Becky can go to jail for five, ten years. Okay, do we all go to Twitter and we rejoice? Do we really say, finally, you know what? They got it the same way we got it. White Shit, bitch down. It was the same way, White right? Bitch it was down. the same way with OJ, right? <laughs> we took rejoice in OJ getting off because we felt like finally a black man got off the same way many white people did. But if he really did commit that murder, he probably deserved to be fucking in jail. It was a crime. He deserved to be in it jail. So it's like, crime. yeah, we won, but really we lost though, right? Absolutely. Like, 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 what are we arguing? Why, why are we arguing? It's almost like when people say, we talk about uh, R. Kelly. Oh, well, what about Harvey Weinstein? Okay, cool. Then let's, all right, yeah, you're right. Let's let R. Kelly off the same way we let Harvey Weinstein off. Did we really win? Did we really win because we just let another person off? Because, you know, bad is bad. Like, what I, what we're saying is let's be even. Let's be fair. Let's do what's right. But we can't be even. And I'm going to tell you why. And you can comment on this because mm. you'll like this, 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 this frame of mind. And I think we don't talk about this a lot. Like, okay. right? There's two different black Educate cultures. Us. Educated. There's two black cultures, and we we always talk like there's one. Right. There's two. Okay. What are the two black cultures, right? Tell them. Martin Luther King, right? Okay. Who was Martin Luther King? He was a peacemaker. He was a conservative. He okay. was a Republican. Like, he was very conservative with, with his views. He did not like black people doing any other music other than jazz. He didn't like that blacks spoke broken English. He wanted us to speak perfect english he wanted us to speak the queen's tongue like he didn't like slang he He didn't like ghetto right right hold on so that was that that that's who he was he wanted us to fit into the box as to how white people are like in order for us to be accepted into this country we need to act as white people do so we can be citizens in this country right that was his view that was his view that's the same view the Al Sharptons of the world, everyone. Like, we need to straighten up because, you know, Al Sharpton flat out said, like, uh, rappers and ghetto people, 
who speak slang and everything like that, they're the new house niggas is what he flat out said on TV, right? So everyone's thought that. So that has been the part of the culture. But then we also had this part of our culture where, well, we're just going to be us. Like, so that's the other part of the black culture that we don't think about. Like, but though that part of the culture is the part of the culture that moves us forward. But then the other part of our culture is the part that's in there lobbying for us. But then the black culture is the people that come from the, the poor neighborhoods and they got the gold teeth or they just hood. But that's the culture America embraces. Mm. America does not embrace the progressive black culture. They embrace the cool part of our culture. And so that's what we have, too. So if you think about what does that culture look like, because everyone in this room is looking confused. Everyone loved Obama, right? Because everyone loved he didn't die. No, nigga. no, no. I'm saying as president. Like, everyone loved him as president, right? He's because that's person. what... What did you get? A black guy that was articulate. He he could, he could He could move in a room full of he white people. He could room, move in a room full of white people, right? Yes. He's not black, black. What you talking about, black, black? But that is what the Martin Luther Kings of the world wanted, to black people to look like. But we don't, that's not what every black person looked like in America. But that is not also the person that represents black culture. Because that is a black person that says, I want to move in this circle. I want to be accepted as a citizen. I want to be accepted as a, I want to be accepted as an American, not as a black American, but as an American. But then you got this other, hold on, because you got this other culture that says, fuck you. This is who I am. Okay. This is what you've done to me. They're not trying to progress. Okay. They're tr- they're like I'm going to be myself. And here's the thing. Black people have a hard time swallowing that we have two cultures. Okay. Like the thing is it's it's almost right. where cold switching comes from. Right. Like Absolutely. we're going to be this, we're going to be that. Right. But are you really being yourself? Like but the thing right. is as Martin Luther King was fighting for civil rights, he was like, in order for us to be treated like them, we need to be like them. Okay. I got something to say. Get, get it, boo-boo. Okay, I agree with Do you, 75% boo-boo? of what you said. Um, 100% because it's facts. Uh, 75%. 100% because it's Let me facts. explain myself, okay? Correct me. What's the 25%? What's I'm, the 25? I'm coming for you. But look, what's the 25% that's I'm wrong? Fi- I'm finna talk to you about Give it, it right to now. me. I'm listening. We finna talk about it. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. <laughs> Ain't no problem. <laughs> Ain't no problem. Oh um, okay. All right. Absolutely. This is a Shannon Sharp episode. Right. <laughs> oh, Casey had a, a a a name for it. No, we gonna call it. Uh, ain't Sharp. no problem. Ain't no problem. <laughs> this ain't no so, problem. So, um, absolutely with Martin Luther King. I, when you talk about Obama, I, people always make those those claims about how Obama um, resonated a little bit more to. He w- he really wasn't black black like I really don't like that black black shit because I didn't say black black you said black black no 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 you I said, said we progressive tape. I we said progressive we could rewind a tape he said he wasn't black black he did you did say that he said he wasn't black black is what you said okay so ain't no problem ain't no problem <laughs> hold on he was let me finish he hold on hold on but, I, but it's do two it. cultures it's two cultures all right it's cool it's we're gonna talk and, about and, it let me but let me answer the question no 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 I'm gonna let you finish I'm gonna let you finish. Okay, but what I'm saying, yet. when I say black, black, I mean what black people okay, say okay. is black, black. Okay, Not hold on, hold what on. anybody I'm, I'm else is. I'm about to talk about it. I'm about to talk no, about it. No, but go ahead. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. problem. Okay. Ain't no problem. Um, 
again, I'm going to say, I hate when people say black, black. Here's the thing. Um, African-Americans, yes, we are, we are a man. We, we're special. We're amazing because there's so many dimensions to us, right? So then you, you have these, this realm where you have this educated black person and then you have the ones who, you know, we would consider what we call all the time, oh, you ghetto or you hood, right? Or someone super hood, right? Black. black. Hold on. That's, that's what we call it. Black. But you're still black. <laughs> like you're black. You're black whether you're hood, you're black whether you're educated. Now, we also have that thing where we say, oh, they are Oreo, right? You've heard that. Mm-hmm. Where they black on the outside, white on the inside. And that's that person that, in my opinion, from what I've dealt with, with people who I consider to be Oreo, is a person who is black on the outside and wants to adjust and, and put themselves in that culture of like whatever they consider to be white culture, not necessarily black culture. So they wouldn't celebrate holidays as we typically or traditionally do they wouldn't um consider certain parenting you know traditions and things like that as we typically do as a culture right um they would do everything in what they consider to be what is right for white america i never got that vibe from obama and let me tell you why because he could stand in a room and he could talk to them white people and he can also talk to the hood and he can also talk talk to those who were less educated just because they're not as educated as you don't make them any blacker and don't make you who's more educated any less blacker than them either you're still black what's awesome about you because you are more educated is that you're able to actually have a voice for those who are not able to speak as loudly as they would like to. That's all. That's all it. All it boils down Ain't to. Ain't no problem. That's all Ain't it boils down to. It doesn't mean that you're any blacker but because you just you're around here with point, some gold teeth. You proved my no, point. No, and, and that. And, 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 but you proved my, my point. I didn't prove your point. Yeah, you did. The, you proved my point. The issue here. If you think about that, what you just said, listen, listen. If you listen to what I said, black people have said. two different cultures. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I said I agree with 75% of what you said. But what I'm saying said. is you just proved my point, but, right? What I'm saying is you but need to take but black, you just black said, out of the equation. I, because that's I insert a disclaimer in terms of. You can't insert a no, disclaimer, no, no, no. Omar. Listen, listen. When I insert a disclaimer, when I said, like, when I consider, when I said the term black, black, or whatever I said, right? You said black, black. Right. <laughs> the way the way black people look at that is that mean it when black people says black black that means you didn't have the struggle right that's all that means that's okay. what I'm saying so wait before you speak wait before you speak Hold, so uh, nigga you wait, just wait, spoke wait, for wait. 10, 15 uh, fucking no, minutes you, I just said two words my, my dissertation no, I was trying but to I'm finish saying, what but, but no I want you say. to finish I'm gonna let you finish Jesus I'm gonna let you finish Christ. but Kanye but, on the but mic listen, tonight but, but think about it like this I think when when I said that. You looked at it as me saying, you know, Barack Obama's not black. That's not what I was saying. What I was saying that there's two different cultures. And I agree with and that. And what that means is, like, when you look at, like, black people who they grew up in the struggle, okay. they may look at Barack Obama a certain way, right? They may look at Barack Obama in a way that, like, yes, we love Barack Obama, but what did he do for me? And how does he relate to me? Don't get me No, sorry. no, no. But then you look at you look at Barack Obama in terms of America, he's going to have a different vision. White America is going to look at Obama like this is what we've been saying about all black people. If they get their shit together, they get an education, they straighten up, they pull their pants up. Here's what they could accomplish. 
that's the other side, right? So the 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 the, the black black side, as you guys said, that I was talking about, is the side that doesn't want to do and be anything like Obama. They want to be whoever they are, like. I want to be me. Like, if I grew up in a poor neighborhood, I want to be able to represent that poor neighborhood. I don't want to code switch. I don't want to be like Barack Obama. I want to be me because this is who I feel like I am. And what I said with that conversation is that is actually who America loves, that person. That is the culture. White people don't want Barack Obama. They want black people to be Barack Obama, but they want... The nigga with the pants sagging that's rapping, that's making beats. Okay. They want the culture. And here, Barack Obama represents a different subset of black culture. I got you. And here's, I guess, where but my problem is. But it ain't no is. problem. Okay. It ain't no problem. But here's, I guess, I, here's, here's, here's where I guess I'm, I'm, I'm and maybe I'm not articulating No, you're articulating like, 1,000%. Please, please correct me. I, I think it's me. Maybe I haven't reached my Barack Obama status yet. Because I don't think that I'm articulating correctly. But let me I ask don't you a question. A, here's my but thing. let me ask you a question. If we all were Barack Obama, do you think there'd be black culture in America? It's the on. question. No, no, no. Of course. And there has to be. It's not that there has but to be. But would there be? But, there, there, but think you of, let me finish, but yes, Omar? But think about the question before but you answer. I'm answering. You won't let me fucking do it. But think about it. I've Omar, thought about it. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> oh, God, girl. Ain't no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no problem. Girl, he knows I'm about to fucking drag him right now. He keeps stopping me from fucking doing it. Listen, I, I get what you're saying, okay, a thousand percent. And that's the whole beauty about black culture is that there's so many facets to us. We've got the Barack Obamas and we got the Daquans with a mixtape. I fucking love it. Fuck them white people. We don't have to live up to their fucking goddamn standards. And who are they to set the standards? And, and th- that's what I'm trying to get at. Of as far as today like we have made and we are making strides where it's like okay we can set our own standards with who we want and and how we want to be right and i'm not discounting the person the african-american who chooses to stay in that environment or who chooses to be themselves as you claim right but what i'm at what i'm saying is we can't all be that way so when i said i agreed with 75 percent of what you said I meant that we need the Barack Obamas to help push our shit and our visions and shit forward. Like, why is that a negative? And why is that not black enough for you? Just because this motherfucker has an education and can communicate in a way where maybe majority majority of us cannot. We need those people All right. for us. Yeah. Right. So you you both make. Valid points. I am going to round this out because I want to introduce the podcast. Girl, I'm looking um, at Omar, looking for him to shake his head in agreement. With <laughs> you're, you're, and he will not. No, so, because I think but, here's the thing, and and, I, and I'll say this. I'll, I'll give you a couple. You can't sentences. say a couple. But, but sentences. I just Black I just gave uh, you finish. Look, I heard look, what you had to say. You look at it like this, right? Because this is this is my fault too, as being a black person, right? Is that, you know, I've been so caught up in trying to, again, fit into a box, right? And that box is being being a citizen, right, of the United States, right? And what that means oh is, hold on, hold on. And, and a lot of people don't know what that means. And here's what that means, right? If you're white, 
you don't have to change up who you are in this society. You are yourself. When you're black, you have to change up who you are to progress in society, right? And so what I mean by that is that there are black people that follow that path. They're like, I'm going to forget about who I am as a person, and I'm going to become someone else to progress. But there are people in this United States of America that are black that don't follow that path. And those individuals are the ones that set the fucking culture of America. They are the culture. And that's what I'm saying. If you were to eliminate all those people that said, I'm not going to fit in this box. I'm going to be myself. If you removed all those people from America and you leave the black people here in America that chose to fit in the box, there is no culture of America. Let's be honest. Can we be honest if there was no hip hop? If there was no hip hop, there's no NBA, there's no NFL. You remove all that. Like these are the people that chose a different path. Like, what would America be without the black people that says, I'm not going to be like that? Did you hear me? We'd be Europe. Exactly. We'd be Canada. <laughs> We'd Canada. We'd be no Canada. Football out Shit, there. 21 Savage left London. <laughs> it's like, I need to go where the real niggas at. I'm going to Atlanta. <laughs> some, some niggas that understand me. I'm going to Atlanta. <laughs> and, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying, like, it's not okay to be that person. But I'm just saying, like, we have two different cultures. And, and you know what? It's... It's a sad thing to be able to say, am I going to, you know, and, and, and I don't like to call people Oreo because some people grew up in a very uh, progressive neighborhood or they grew up in a great home and everything like that. They went to the all white school. Shout out to those people, but they may still have dark skin. You know what I mean? And they may still get the same treatment as everyone else. Like, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. But this is where, but, this is where but, I disagree with y'all, that it's not just two cultures. There are, a, there's a vast amount of cultures when it comes to black people. We do not fit in two boxes. Like, I hear what you're saying. Like, I typically agree, we're Casey. on one side or the other. I agree with but you. But I, I am in both of those boxes and then some. Thank so you. Ain't, ain't no problem. Ain't no problem, that's, Casey. That's ain't right. no problem. <laughs> I agree, you know what I mean? Casey. Like, like, I agree. Like, like, when I just don't like, like what I don't cultures. like is, what I don't like is, it coming off sounding like you don't support the entire fucking movement of what black what do you people mean, mean? What I don't I, I don't I don't denounce nothing of the culture no, no, whatsoever. No, 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 no. The educated black person. But wait, wait, the hood black person. No, 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 nigga, I'm from the hood, nigga. And, and Trust I didn't, me. I didn't want to talk about you. And I'm from the other side. I didn't want to talk about you. But you just, you directed this shit at me. Absolutely. Like when someone is supposed Absolutely. No, you know what? You know you what I nerve. do? You, you got know what nervous I do? to hear and talk that shit. You know shit. what I do? And you did I'm all a real shit. nigga because I'm a real all, nigga. Yo, whatever. Because I do all that shit. And you I'm didn't not even a fake go nigga. School. I'm not you no fake nigga. You didn't even go to school, my nigga. I'm not a but fake then nigga. But you fit right in, though, no, right? Because you why? It out. Because it's the you game. It out. No, it's I'm the game. on both sides. Absolutely. I'm on both sides, nigga. I represent the niggas from the hood and the niggas at Harvard. I'm big you. When you get done, like, listen. Listen, or what listen, you have done. Listen, you don't no, 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 no. I don't, I, I don't need your props. You guys, I will cut his mic off. I will cut his mic off. Listen, what I'm saying, <laughs> Do you what I'm me? saying is some real shit. Like, I, I've, listen, because I've witnessed both. And it pushed me in a position to figure out which side of the coin I wanted to be on. Absolutely. So, 
Don't fucking talk to me about which side I'm on and which decision. I can I Because it ain't no about. problem. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it ain't no problem. I've been on both sides. Like, I've been around the, the nigga, niggas I who, know. Who, who thought... Oh, they were. I, I've been around. I I've just, been, don't listen, tell on yourself. Listen, nigga. I've been don't around black people. Don't tell on yourself. No, listen. This ain't no. No, listen. Uh, I've been on the far the left. I've been on the, the far left bitch. and the far right of I black people. It. I understand. I've been it. around black people where you like get this nigga away from me because he is too ratchet. I you know what I mean? That. And I've been around niggas where you like. This nigga is not black. He's chocolate, <laughs> but he's not black. I understand. I've been on both sides. I've been on the side of the educated, and all I'm saying is my experience. I can only speak from my experience. Right. I can't, I'm giving you my opinion. What I've witnessed and what society and what's historic is there's two different, right? Again, I, I preference with Martin Luther King, the type of person he was. Like, we celebrate Martin Luther King, but he didn't like black people fucking... He wanted black people to sing jazz. He didn't want black people doing blues. He didn't want black he people that's what saying. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but fuck? this is the person. But we but, idolize but Martin Luther King, right? Again, we, like, 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 this, like, this is our putting, dude. We're, but you're this putting him in a box. He also no, no, no. got... Pretty radical at the end of his. Yes. The no, you know what Martin Luther King tell was him. famous tell for? Him, Casey. For fucking the march on Birmingham, right? You know what I mean? But he had allies. But what he I'm saying, he was. Enough. But what I'm saying, he was very progressive. Malcolm X was totally different than than Martin Luther King. Totally yeah. different. Yeah. Martin Luther King with a totally different thing. But guess what? Okay. At the end of the day, they both were murdered, right? Like mm. that's the fact. Yeah. Mm. Doesn't matter which end of the spectrum you're on. However, but. my conversation they was more about my conversation. The, the point, the point both I was making is, it's actually the 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 hood niggas that move black culture forward. It's not the niggas that oh move in a certain direction. Oh my, right? Even though, even though they do groundbreaking shit, because don't act like Ben Carson's out here doing more for the black community than Jay Z, nigga. Even though he was ben the most Carson. famous brain surgeon in right. the fucking world, right? Let's keep the shit one hundred. If we want to talk. Let's keep it 100. Nigga. Because it ain't no problem. <laughs> it ain't no problem. <laughs> ain't no problem. Really, can I end this? Yes, I know babe. You wanted please, to retort, no. But I'm I just... done. I'm done with Omar. Because <laughs> we're going to start spilling secrets. And we're going to need to tell all like R. Kelly and Gail. I'm not on this with Omar today. You know what? I ain't trying now to get shot. You ain't trapped in the closet. I ain't trying to get shot. I ain't trying to get shot because he done fucked up and told on a nigga on a goddamn shit. What, you mean, what you mean by teenage? <laughs> right, what you mean by teenage? When you say murdered, what you mean? No, listen. Fuck. Let me say. Shut up, Omar. Listen, Omar. I ain't no Omar snitch, does. and I don't know anything about hog tying anything. <laughs> I can't hog tie. I don't need no hog tie. I don't need no hog tie. Wait, y'all missing a cry. Like, who hog ties somebody? You gotta, you gotta the cry. The way he said it was gotta cry. fucking hysterical. You gotta cry. Hey, okay. listen. Okay. No, all in all, we gotta save our people, man. Nigga, we being, we, we being. Listen, saved they, every day by listen, each other. No, can just, you let Jesse me Smollett introduce the podcast? We have to He's stop this. Jesse Smollett. Is that what, I feel like he enunciates his name differently. Jesse no. Smollett. Sometimes it's Smollett. Sometimes it's Smollett. It's Smollett. All I'm going to say is when he showed up to court, and he was like, he had a different walk. You he had a swag. He did have a swag. I, I said, he got some shit on him. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. I agree. Piece. I think I believe Jesse. 
Jesse. Uh, and you know what? That no, walk. It's Jesse. Listen. It's Jesse. It's Jesse. It's Jesse. Jesse. Listen. Jesse. Jesse. It's just two. That's how listen. his name is said. And this is a fact. Two different black cultures. The, the Jesse Smollett they arrested the first time, that was the black side. Dude, I almost this spit other out, side I almost spit is out the white side. You said that shit. This is the other side that's the progressive <laughs> side. The progressive black person that says, Oh, I got some shit for you niggas. I got some shit for you. <laughs> he niggas. walked in the court like, Oh, we having the cameras in here. Yes, bring the media <laughs> Film in this shit. Yes. I got some shit for you. That was the Obama side. Oh the side God. they arrested was the 21 Savage side. <laughs> and they were like, Wait, is, <laughs> they, wait I'm sorry. Hold on. Shut up. That was the Meek Mill side, Papa Casey, Willis. Casey. <laughs> yes. Introduce the podcast, babe. You're uh. beautiful. Are, can we get into it? Are we good? We're good. Yeah, go, go for ahead. it. Go I'm for about it. to right, catch let's get a into case. It. Hello, everyone. This is Casey Alana. And this is Brittany. And we are back with another installment of the Tequila Tales Unleashed podcast, where we discuss everything love and relationships with a twist. Apparently not tonight. We just talked about <laughs> a bunch of random ass shit. Bunch so of shit. Ain't no problem. Uh, <laughs> ain't no problem. <laughs> but we are here with our very special guest. Okay. Yes, plural. Did I emphasize the S on the end? Girl. Yes, you did. This did I? Okay. Going we, we talked about how black people don't do that. but yeah. Right, yes. right. So first up, we have Omar, Tromar, Black Fat, Gang Gang, Jones. Blessings. Blessings, <laughs> blessings. I just want to make one thing clear. Yes. Yeah. A boy has no name. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's it. Problem. All right. And uh, last but not least, we have the host of the Tequila Tales Live, the know it all himself, the greatest host of all time, Mr. Isaac Paul. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. This is such a pleasure. (laughs) I even appreciate the emphasis on greatest. Casey, Casey, the look around. I stand by that. The look around is priceless. When you say his name, <laughs> who are you looking at? He looking, looking around for? like these oh my niggas God. that's clapping. Oh that's my God. Oh my God. He's like looking right around now. and he's like, oh my God, I didn't even know you were going to call my name. Like, I mean, I didn't know. I mean, I heard greatest hosts of all time. I'm like, who is this? Is Oprah in the house? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Because you know, Oprah is um, interviewing is. Michael Jackson. Listen, uh, we going to come to twice that. But and I, I do want to give the listeners a little disclaimer, especially oh, the you. new listeners who we are very excited to have with us tonight or today, just depending on when a, you're listening to this. And we just gave them a trial by fire. So they're like, oh, <laughs> shit, we out in. And they like, right. let me tell you something. New Look, listening, nigga. If you're, if you're still <laughs> with us, I appreciate They're not new it. no more. Um, they are, I don't they play just about got my Obama. Okay. Right. So we are a drinking podcast. Drinking and cussing. Mm. And, and Jack can I get a, Can I get an amen? Can we, we get are a cussing podcast. Okay. And amen. we are bi-coastal. Mm. So, you know, my team is all in Chicago right now. I am in sunny Arizona. And, uh, you know, we make this shit happen for y'all. You know what I'm saying? We, we love do. our fans. We do. 
We love our fans. We do. Um, that that was really a very non-humble thing to say, so ignore me. I'm just being silly. Um, but no, we welcome all of you. So thank you for listening. Normally, we do have a segment where we discuss love and relationships at the end, but there's been a lot in pop culture that we have not gotten an opportunity to touch on, so that's where we're at tonight. Um, but we do have a new segment, and I want to kind of... Um, Introduce this and just kind of throw it out there for you guys. What do you have right now in heavy rotation? Mm. Mm. Okay. All right. You, you know, know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I actually have a um, uh, Spotify playlist that I call Constant Rotation. Really? Actually, yes, because you know how they give you your 20s. 18 2017 in review yes they do which okay. is hilarious always yes. i um combine them year over year okay and so i call it constant rotation because those are songs that i always listen to and it's really cool listening to shit that i forgot about mm. that i was listening to super heavy okay. a couple years ago so i put it all in one playlist and call it constant rotation i like that that's dope me too that, yeah that is dope so every year i add and you know how it'd be like, do you want to add the duplicate? No, bitch. Take the duplicates out and just add the new ones that have been so added to the... And, and it kind of puts it on autopilot so I don't have to keep creating a starred playlist. Mm. Sure. You know? I like so, it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you yeah. know what? I think I think uh, you should probably throw it to Omar first, you oh, know, okay. uh, as it relates to his... Oh, you are, you are super into audiobooks. You're kind of our scholar... On this uh, podcast, what are you listening to? Uh, Becoming by Michelle Obama. Really? Mm. No, I'm bullshit. You're a little late. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little late. Nigga, that I was like, get the like fuck out of here. Four months I got. Four and he totally ago. owned it, too. If you could have right. started right. with him rubbing, rubbing his chest with Oxford right. University on it, like, oh, yes. I was so oh, impressed. I, actually, I was, too, because that's, that's the number one audio book. But, right you know, I, I've heard mixed feelings about that book. I have two oh. You I know, but I, I'm actually reading uh or I'm doing the audio book right now. It's called The War on Normal People. Okay. Oh Ooh. and what constitutes you being normal? Well it's 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 actually this or is guy that the book? it's no it's 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 by this guy that he's actually running for president right now. Who? I don't know it's it's like Andrew, some Asian dude. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like he was on uh, oh, Breakfast uh, Club. Yes, I have to look up his name. Hold on. So I'm I'm checking out that book right now because one of the topics I'm very interested in is that that jobs are going to go away in America, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to reduce back. Like, if you think majority of the jobs in America are mainly like retail and and truck drivers, and you you don't necessarily need a degree to get those jobs, right? Mm-hmm. And because everyone doesn't need a, need a de- degree, right? Say it again. Need a CDL license. Yeah, but you know, like, let's say once we automate all that, okay. then what does what what do those people do? Like, think about the blue collar industry uh, in America, or even if we think about where we're at right now, Chicago, Chicago is a very blue collar city, right? Like what happened to those jobs? Did all those people become programmers? Did they become teachers? What did they become? Right? Like those jobs went away. And what happens is you get a lot of people that don't have jobs. So 
this is kind of like what this 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 book is kind of trying to say is just like we need to prepare for the future like what is the future like not everybody's gonna going to be a programmer and not everyone's going to code not everyone's going to be a computer engineer or anything like that and so okay that that is to me that's (laughs) funny i love that statement (laughs) but 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 you know the the real the real thing about it is that you know I'm reading a book for perspective. I'm not reading the book to say this is what's going to happen because we don't know what's going to happen in the future, you know? Uh, but I do think there is things we need to do. And I'm just going to say this for my black people that we do need to prepare for this because if everything in this book is true, black people will have a 0% you know, employment rate mm-hmm. because we don't represent any of the employment rate right now. Like we're a small percentage. And a lot of times as we're coming out of these undeveloped communities, we already limit our opportunity. So majority of the jobs that, you know, if you come from uh, a neighborhood or, or, or part of the, the world or within the U S like, and you grow up in this undeveloped neighborhoods, you have limited opportunity. And what you usually do, what do you do? You become a CNA, you know, you get a retail job, you get a McDonald's job, you know, you, you get you a, a truck driver job. You're going to stop coming for these job. CNAs. They already Girl, about I to tell them all the time boycotting. when I talk to them. Stop it. But you get these Just jobs, right? Because those are jobs that are available, us, available to us because we don't need this high degree education to go and get them. Like, we don't right. need all this training to go and get them. And, and the thing is, like, if you eliminate all those jobs... Who you think, first of all, we're the last one to, ones to get hired as black people, right? Mm-hmm. So if you eliminate all those jobs for the people that normally get them, what do you think is going to happen with the people that are the last ones to get those jobs? Mm-hmm. So the way I'm looking at it is like, okay, this is some next level shit. We need to make sure black people are prepared for it because we're always the last one to know about things. Yeah. Right. Because we don't have the resources. We don't sit at the table. So we're always the last one to know about things. You know, what I mean, we, you know, white people have been putting, you know, Radio Shack on their resume because they knew it was going out of business already. <laughs> right. General and we manager. get to the table. <laughs> they like manager. How many general managers Radio Shack have when I showed up for the interview? <laughs> like we had a lot. Absolutely. <laughs> way so, too many of them in that little ass store. <laughs> right. There's only High five stores has, left. Has anybody ever got a Sprint phone out of Radio Shack? I did. I did too. <laughs> Hell yeah. Should never do that. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know. You learn though. But right. it's like, you know, like this dude, the Andrew dude, he's he's pushing for, as he's running for president, universal basic income. Mm. Uh, which Andrew is, Yang is his name. Andrew Yang. There you go. Like okay. he's pushing for this and he's, he's like an economist or whatever. And he wrote this book. So I'm trying to get his perspective just because I read a lot of other books and I go through a lot of other books. I think the, the one I read was saving capitalism before that, mm. where, okay. where the guy worked. Yeah. He worked. Uh, I think he worked under Clinton. I think it was the guy who read that book and he did a documentary. I mean, great book. You know, you but, had me download that. I, yeah, I haven't, I, I haven't listened you know to it yet, but I, I, you know slacker. what? I'm, I'm going to tell you my, slacker. you know, know. it's, it's, <laughs> You know, it's a really good book, but I'm I'm going to say this, and I'm going to probably sound like a narcissist. Oh, okay. No, you, know, you already don't. 
No, I'm going to say this no? because there. Okay. There are two types of people. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no problem. Ain't no. But no. But no. But here's the thing. But but I'm going to wrap my point up. But. And, you know, I'm not the smartest man in the world, but okay. I've, I, I understand the tools that are at my disposal, right? Absolutely. And what that means is, you know, and, and I don't want to say there's two types of people, but because <laughs> I said that, like, I think there are multicultural black people, but I think, you know, on the more uh, granular level, there are two, right? And I think we evolve in certain different areas. But when it comes to, like, when you read books like, you know this one uh where it's like or or the the other one where it's like saving capitalism then you'll read a book about being wealthy right or you read the bible or whatever you read about being successful whatever you read all these books right there's only two different ways you can look at life right okay you know in terms of not how you live it but how the world will treat you right like you can you can you can go through life and says say i'm gonna be a musician right and okay. yes easily do that that's your dream that's your passion you can go through it but when the world started punching you around in the face and you like shit in the middle of the face i am getting beat up right now mm-hmm. and no one has ever told you that you suck at singing Okay. But you're following your passion <laughs> and no one's ever said anything to you. You know what I mean? That's what it's like to be poor. Okay. Right? So what does that mean? Like if I were to give you an example and this what a lot of times you get from these books, right? What do you hear when you grow up? Money isn't ev- if you're poor, you've heard this. Money isn't everything. Money Money doesn't happen. have you happiness. Right. Money is the root of evil. Mm-hmm. Let the police lock you up for some shit you didn't do. Right, you need some money. <laughs> right. right, and what if the people you asked for money was like, well, you always said money was the root of evil. <laughs> hey, you know, or you know, let someone in your family it, they're they're sick and and it costs twenty thousand to get it fixed. You know what I mean? Like now, money isn't the root of evil. Right. You know what I mean? Like you know, we heard now these it's the things. Solution. Right. Like and you know, it's like these are the conversations I'm having, but. When you when you read a lot of these books, you have to be careful, right? Mm. And that's why I'm not promoting the book, like because it's promoting the state of mind that it's okay to be mediocre, like it's okay to be where you're at. And and a lot of times those are, those are the statements you hear, like, "Oh, we need universal basic income." What does that mean? That means we need to give out free money. Now, I'm not a Republican, I'm not a conservative, I'm not a Democrat either. But what I will not do is make people feel it's okay to be mediocre. Like, no, mm. I need you to get up yes. and kill every day as if it was your last day. Because, because I do. That is what right. it takes. Yes. Because guess what? There's it's yes. if if something happens, we live in a world where money is the answer. Absolutely. Unfortunately it is. Money changes where and you live, it changes how honest. much crime you deal with. I'm gonna tell you something. Like, I mean and this is me. This is me, right? I grew up in a very poor neighborhood. Go. 
I I was harassed by police all the time. I need you to right? be careful. Like, no, ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. <laughs> I, I, was I, I, I was harassed. This nigga about to write hey, a tell-all. <laughs> no, 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 listen. No, listen. listen. No, I'm gonna, this this is yet. honest. Not this yet. is me being honest. Like, we ain't I got was, enough money yet. Listen. <laughs> to write a tell-all. Listen, I'm going to tell you, because these stories are true. Like, right? When you hear the stories, when, when, you, when you hear comedians tell these jokes, like, how does every black story start off with a police person? I was minding my own business. That is a very true statement. Like, when you grow up in those neighborhoods, you're being bothered for no reason. Mm. Like, people are harassing you for no reason. You could just be walking down the street and be like, burp, burp, where are you going? And you're like, yeah. nigga, I am going to school. Like, I got a whole uniform. <laughs> What's in that bag? Yeah. Books. Books, bitch. Yeah, Books, right, nigga. Come here. <laughs> Let me guess. Social studies. No, economics. Yeah, right, nigga. What are you doing, drugs? Okay. You know what I mean? Like, that was like you know what I mean that was what I went through right like I was harassed all the time even from the age of like 13 and 14 years old like I would get pulled over by the police all the time and I wasn't doing shit but I got accustomed to the police harassing me and then now it became my lifestyle to be someone that was doing shit and it, because I was expecting the police to arrest me. It's almost like if someone always accused you as being this flamboyant player, and you're not, you eventually become what you're being accused of. Like, you know, that was just like I mean, you might the lifestyle. Well. That's the lifestyle. If everyone says you're beautiful and you're loving, you become that person. You know what I mean? Even though you may not be the poor th person. You know, and it could be a bad example I just made. But what I'm saying is when I left that neighborhood, I can't remember the time I was harassed by a police officer since I left the neighborhood. So it was I was a victim of my circumstances. Mm. You know, it's yeah. not that I'm any different than I was back then. Well, somewhat. But but I'm saying mm. I was forced to become that. Okay. But you know what? At the end of the day. Uh-huh. Ain't no problem. Okay. Ain't no problem. <laughs> That's cool. All right. Um, so I, thank you, uh, thank you, I, or thank you, Omar. <laughs> Nigga. You, know. you know what? Blessings, man. Like, look, you know, I didn't think I would make it this far, uh -huh. man. Here, Here I am today, man. You know, man, I got to give it up to the Lord the Jesus Christ. Okay. All right. So listen, you know I mean? not, this is not the Ray Source Ray. Awards. <laughs> <laughs> source Awards, bitch. <laughs> shout out to Chicago. So oh shout out to my nigga Derrick Rose. I'm gonna, shout I'm out gonna, to her. I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna do something. Uh, you know, that I normally wouldn't do. Uh, but, you know, we're talking about heavy rotation. And, you know, anybody that knows me knows that not only ain't no problem. <laughs> however, they also know that music is really big to me, right? Like, not only did I used to produce music, uh, but I also used to uh, perform music. But even to this day, like... I wake up, if I'm not listening to an audiobook, I'm straight up listening to some music. You know what I mean? Like, it is literally, like, my soundtrack. Like, when I walk around, I have my headphones in, and whatever music I'm listening to, it's my mood. And I know we're all like that, but, like, it almost feels dangerous for me because if I'm listening to some hard shit, I'm walking into Starbucks, mean mugging niggas, right? Like, if I'm listening to something emotional... Like I'm it, it will totally put me in that space. And so when, you know, streaming came out about six, seven, eight years ago, uh, well, it actually came out much before then. But Spotify specifically, I was one of the first people on Spotify 
Started creating a playlist. Uh, for those of y'all that don't know it, uh, we'll call it The Great Vibrations, okay? Because you can Google it, right? It's up there. I ain't got that many people following it, but, you know, it's a couple dozen. It's a couple dozen strong people that understand good Strong music. people. Strong people, man, that just have talent and have taste. So if we're going to talk about heavy rotation, we're not even going to get into the artist. We're just going to talk about a song, right? Like how you just will hear a song. And I made a post about it earlier today where, like, you will just make some shit your favorite song maybe for 48 hours. That shit may not even last that long, right? Like, it ain't like some shit that I'm going to be listening to next month. But for the last 48 hours, this song right here I'm about to play for y'all right now that ain't even that long? Man, this shit right here riding. Lie and say that this shit right here ain't riding, man. What what song? Oh, man, just just let this shit ride out. I ain't even going to play the whole thing. I just need y'all to just vibe with this shit. Shuttle up to you tonight Girl, I feel me your energy Our chemistry's on affinity I know you feeling me Cause I'm feeling you I can deal with you Keep it real with you These other girls don't compare to you Baby girl, won't fail you I can show you better not to tell you Cause you're special Kiwi, strawberry, and mango Girl, your kisses taste like rainbows Strawberry and mango Girl, your kisses taste like rainbows Okay. Okay. Real Girl, quick. He having a hard uh, so Isaac, just for any millennials so listen. li- listening right now, Isaac is a huge househead. <laughs> <laughs> I know this song sound like we were trying to wake up Lucifer. Right. 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 <laughs> Yo, what nobody trying to wake up Lucifer? What that was, was nigga? I felt the devil come out of me. You I started what? thinking about you murder for some reason. I had murder what? on oh, my, my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was like, "Oh, Jesus!" That shit, Jesus that shit was primal. It was oh primal. God. So here's what here's what's funny about it. So the artist's name is like the album is songs made while high. Okay. And if you listen to I the like album, the authenticity. If you listen to the album, it sound like some shit you want to smoke a blunt to and just zone out. But okay. here's what's crazy. I've 
heard of this artist. Uh, I got a salt, lot of his uh, music. Let me ask you: When they come in these blunt, are they salt on the green? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. No, you like a little salt on we your talking, greens? No, no, no. Right, we talking. Sauce. We talking. We talking regular. Hot sauce on the green. We talking regular sativa. We talking regular sativa. So like, sativa? It, it, yeah, where it just like stimulates Not you and in, shit, right? It, indica? Yeah, indica is where indica? you just be sitting there on dummy and you just That's like. I've, I've been chill. there before. I've, it's I've been a body there before. High. Casey, I've seen you there indica before. Indica is a body. Yes. You know. I ain't going to share your, your indica story, nigga. No. I know it's not. funny. Oh, I know oh, it's funny. Oh, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, well, you got to leave a nigga in the car. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and everybody else go do their thing, and you leave Casey in the car, like, oh, no, yeah. Ain't no problem, shit good. Ain't no problem. Oh, it wasn't no problem. <laughs> oh, it wasn't no problem. It wasn't no problem. I see her, it like, no just, problem at all. Just oh, man. go. Oh, just man. go. Oh, man. You know. <laughs> but the name of the song, for those of you all that were listening to it and y'all thought that that shit was hard and you wanted more, it's called Kiwi, Strawberry, and Mango. Jesus Christ. Hello. Shit sexy. I'm okay. telling you. All I'm going to say is play that shit in either your headphones okay. or if you riding down Lakeshore Drive. Listen. Right? Rodeo Drive, outside, wherever, wherever it is, with the top down, nigga. Turn you that shit up, nigga. man. Come on, man. Come on, man. You can be with your guys, or you right can be now. with your girl. Listen, and have some hard shit like that Let me tell rolling you. out, man. Let me tell his you. name Kanye. is like his name is like. Hello, yes, uh, get it, Paul Wall. What's what happened, happened to him? It's Paul the same Wall. way. I know, right? He was doing jewelry, wasn't he? He was. He was. He was a jeweler. Oh yeah, he was doing. Mm-hmm. So he probably still make money. Something, something, tell mm-hmm. him make me a grill. Yeah, that's you true. Know? Yeah, he, 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 he was. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I guess he came back and Post y'all Malone. Y'all real intellectual, nigga. <laughs> Post Malone killing the game right now. Okay, uh, whatever. Y'all real intellectual with y'all constant rotations right now. You know, Omar mm-hmm. in the books and what you got? What you got? What you I, got for me? What you I got? Don't, don't, no, please stop. Don't don't do me like that. And let me say, don't put me on a pedestal. What you mean, bitch? <laughs> I'm not putting you on no pedestal. Look, you know what I'm, I'm saying? Not, don't put me on a pedestal because listen, I'm I'm you what. I don't want people to think I'm something I'm not. Like oh, I'm, I'm just one of the brothers of the struggle. Oh, okay, okay, but but you're not. I'm I'm all about growth and development. Okay, you know? I'm with it. I'm so with it. I'm all. I'm just. You you just you progressing as time. I'm moves progressing on. as time you know, moves just, on. You know, I kind of I see myself as like a Barack self-care. Obama. Oh, you know? oh, okay. We're not going there. Uh, however, oh, you don't think I'm good as as good as him? We'll we'll circle back. Let's circle back. We we oh we gonna circle back, boo boo. Let's circle back because I um, notice a little you know non belief in your voice. You know what I mean. You know what they say a about non believers. Uh, you know, I know what they say. Do you know what you know what Jesus said? Let the uh, you, dead you bury the dead. I got you. That's what Jesus said. Let the dead right, we bury the dead. Figure out where you at? Because if, if you, you ain't living where I'm living. Then, then you dead. No, you dead, nigga. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's cool. Um, Confucius say. Okay. Confucius say. So you two are pretty into, you know, some really intellectual shit. Oh, we're in a um, dumb shit too. But go ahead. I, I know. Clearly, I know. I know. We're aware. I'm very aware. Really? Hold on, Casey. What you talking about? First off, don't uh, you don't heard do me. Casey. Don't do Casey. Um, Ain't no problem. Let me. Can I get saying. what the fuck I gotta say out? Well, I wish you would. 
you this is like a fucking movie. You like one day, <laughs> one day. Omar, you not get ready to act like you ain't been talking for thirty nine minutes Nigga, about this book. Let Brittany, Casey, do you co-sign for loans as well? Because every time, every day, every day. <laughs> Oh you are the number one co-signer. <laughs> you qualify for loans as well. Actually, that's glorious. Uh, she probably does because she she's do. in finance. She works that's in finance. That lets you know I won't co-sign for shit good. because right, I see right, what co-signing right. does. What's going on? What's um, that thing where you they put somebody put the stamp on it? What do you call them? Where you, notary. A notary, yeah. Casey, I'm a notary as well. You want me to notarize I am a notary. She is a notary. She is. I co-sign and I notarize shit. Every day. You know what that, what that means? Day. You know what that means? She signs off on big shit too. How about uh, that? Yeah. Uh, All shit. Okay. What'd you for me, for um, I'm not that goddamn profound. Um, Shit's a bit busy. Shit is a bit busy for me, so... My constant rotation right now is tacos. I eat them about mm. three times a week. <laughs> okay. Um, they're quick, they're fast, and they're extremely satisfying. Um, What's your favorite kind Is it of a diet? Or are you just into tacos right now? I, girl, I have a fucking fetish for some reason on tacos. What you want? They're chorizo. You like fish, shrimp? Chorizo. No. Really? Hell no. Chorizo tacos with um, tomato, cilantro, and onion. Um, if I can find them at a place where I can get a bomb-ass margarita, what? I'm sold. No guacamole? Well, no guacamole. Okay. And no beans, no rice, no nothing. I just want the mm. tacos. Two of them with the hottest salsa you got. Like, mm. between work, school, kids, T3, motherfucking work again. Mm. Goddamn it. life. Life. My Having parents. And being upset at him when I want to be upset at you him. Stop it. We're stop. Not I'm a little annoyed. A I'm annoyed right now. <laughs> what? I'm gonna tell you. I why. had tacos today. Because you just you just mentioned, you know, you tried to pivot, but I won't let you pivot because <laughs> I'm a real nigga. Listen, and here's why I won't let you pivot. What you is is a nosy you said nigga. Play, you said you playlist. A, you. You said playlist early. Listen. I said, I wait, just wait, don't wait, to have a wait, playlist wait, called. stop, stop. Let me do this. Let me do this. I this nigga. You, you are the queen of R&B. Nigga, every time we jump in your car, mm. you have hits from the 80s, the 90s, the this 2000s. This is the truth. Yeah. 20, 2020, nigga. <laughs> the shit ain't even came out yet. <laughs> and you like, you ain't heard this yet? Listen. So listen. This is what I want from you. What you want? Okay. Boo-boo. Boo-boo. What's up? What is... I'm going to give you three categories, and you have to tell oh, us... Oh, this is good. And we want people to challenge you who has the best songs in this category. Okay, try me. We'll give you breakup. Breakup song. Who has the best breakup song in R&B? Oh, my nigga. Karma by Queen Naja right now. I've been listening to that on repeat. Karma. By mm. Queen Naja. Karma and um, Like I Used To by Tinash. I don't even know how to say her name. Tinash. T-I-N-A-S-H. But of all time. But better. of all time, though. Ooh, all time. I'm saying all time. I'm saying like ever. Mm. 
God damn. You went through a it breakup. Be, Who are you listening to? It gotta to? be crying to? Key Sweat or somebody, right? Man, Who are you no, listening to? Key Sweat ain't talking about a band breakup. He talking about fucking. We talking about a <laughs> no, breakup. No, that nigga be whining about everything. He do, though. He do, though. And, um... Most people ain't talking about a breakup. We just recently okay. got that in the last. Yes, they are. Cheating, Tons cheating, Elizabeth, cheating, cheating. Ooh, ooh. You're also putting her on the spot too. You I know are. so much because I want emotion. Because I want the emotion. You you gotta you gotta give me a second to put that together because I can put some shit together for you. Um, <laughs> put a playlist. Shit together. By you because I put Ike on a playlist. Love making song. Who got the best? Ooh, my okay, nigga. okay. She can give us that. I, she can, I got a bunch nigga. of them. No, right. give us your my best one. Yeah, best you one. give us top two. You give us top Hold two. On. I know that's hard. Give me top two, two seconds. Look, two look, seconds, look real it, quick. Because I got um, she, she a playlist. She going for everything. And whatever um, it is, it's already a number one. Yeah, let me get to I the I would sex. like to know the name. I got I'm looking at a phone that says, Whoop, there it is. It's called sex. It's called sex. It's called the sex. first one is, Whoop, the there it is. This no, is it's not. Whoop, there it is. <laughs> it's not even Whoop. It's Woot. It's the other you're one. You're retarded. It's a song people didn't really listen to. It's Whoop, W-H-O-O-T. Um, so I'm going to say that. I like that one more than Whoop, but whatever. I'm going to say that. Get the fuck out was way better. Whoop was better, because that was 95 South, but anyway. Okay. Womp nigga. So, <laughs> one of my top love making songs right now is. Let a, me see this list, goddammit. It's, it. it's a ton of shit. Is no, a, why is it all R. Kelly on there? There's no all R. Kelly. <laughs> I need you to chill. No, it's, it's actually, she got some legit shit on here. Yeah. Um, first off, if y'all not listening to the version of uh, Sam Smith with John Legend, you losing, of um, uh, what's the name of that damn song? Uh,. What's it called? Hmm. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You know, we anyway. need to post this list online. Okay, so um, Raheem Devon has a mixtape that's mm. available on Dat Piff. Okay. Um, it's not available nowhere else. You can't get it on Spotify, Tidal, um, Apple Music. Um, it's called, um, actually, Love King. Of, no, King of Love. He did a rendition of Primetime, and um, he has one called um, Up for Air and Love King. Those okay. are going to be game changing for anyone who's listening to it. Now, prime time mm. is Janelle Monet and Miguel. I think she what's it? Janelle? Oh my Janelle God. Monet yeah. and Let me tell you Listen. He did a rendition Listen. himself. Yeah, and that shit amazing. Listen. Listen. She also isn't into us, but you know. Listen. That nope. girl is so beautiful to me. Oh, like, Janelle Monet? And her girlfriend is, is beautiful too. Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Janelle Monet is Bo- just Both of them fine as hell. She, she is. It's the, it's the love interest from uh, Creed. So that's Creed. Oh, Creed one that's Creed her two. girlfriend? Yes. Mm-hmm. Creed one. I Stop. always saw Creed one. Wait, wait, Brittany. Well, what's her, her number her. one song? Like, oh, girl. That so, was deaf oh, in one You need to give us number one. But my number one, I'm going to say, is a Trey Songz. Number one. Of course. Scratching me up too. Number one, number two. Still What's scratching number two? me up. What's number two? Scratching me up. Scratching me up too. So it's you didn't have the best sex to scratch me up. You 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 saying shit happened when scratch me what up I'm saying goes is down. You're gonna orgasm off the song. Mm. You don't have to use that word. Listen. Okay. What happened? Okay. <laughs> That's one of your songs. What's the other song? The second what, song. What's coming after that? What's back to back? After that, I'm gonna say it's gonna be. Hold on one second. Back to back. No. Um, <laughs> uh, retarded. Casey, 60, stop. 69 by Marsha Ambrosia. Mm, I've never heard that song. Nigga. You may have to play a little clip on that one. 69? Here. Wait, 69 by Marsha Ambrosia. 
Is that an old song or a new song? It's not. It's her last mixtape. I don't even know who this person is. 69 by Marsha Ambrose. No, she was with uh, uh, Floetry, right? Floetry. I remember the 69 boys. No, no, no. Mm. This is not. Play a quick little version. Well, the the beginning of it. Casey, you know this group? No, I know it. I know Marsha Ambrosia. Ambrosia. Oh, oh, here it is right here. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, here we go. Should we have people challenge your playlist? Wait a minute. Is this what you're talking about right here? We judging right now. We are so judging. Take my clothes off. Still at a hill, still on deck. Yeah. Take my clothes off. You better get ready, get set. Go. Performing figure. Watching as I do inside of my life. This sound like that didn't make my dick hurt. Wait, 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 wait. Look, this sound I, I like, some, look, like I needed, I'm not trying to dish your music, more. but this sound like the music Kim Kardashian puts on to get Kanye West hard. <laughs> <laughs> he like ooh. <laughs> Now it, you. It did sound very stadium. It sounded like stadium music. It's not stadium. That's what you music. wanted to turn you on. You no, needed no. some no, no. big ballad. No, that no. was big ballad. Big they, ballad turns you on. So you're not okay. looking for Isley Brothers. I was hoping brothers. for no, some no, no. Luther Vance. Right. Or Isley Brothers. Right. Those like are, you playing no, no, no. some what I'm new saying age. Is, what I'm saying is, those are things that I have embedded in my shit that is a hands down. There's too many of them for you to be saying. Pick one. No, oh, okay. no, no, no. If I'm, oh, I'm giving one, no, no. If I'm picking one, I'm picking saying. one that so you're I'm performing us this, to. You're giving us your new shit. Okay. I don't uh, want your new shit. I want your best, no, no, no. best you ever had. One. I want your best you ever had. <laughs> like, give we'll me give that shit. We'll give it time, Omar. Because, you know, we're going to put on the spot. We're going to put you on the spot. But here's the thing. Like, when you're talking about old school, I listen to a lot of old school because I grew up on that. No, 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 no. Like, on the way here, my radio station on Pandora was Tony Braxton. Mm. Like, that's what I'm, what I'm saying. saying. Like, you I know music better than anyone. A that lot of unbreak, unbreak My Heart is probably Girl, one of the best. Wait, wait, wait. Is that the best Wait, 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 wait. Wait, how could no? It, it, how could yeah, a how could an angel damn, break Casey, my heart? That how about be, that one? That may be no. Wait a minute, unbreak but my heart. But the best. Unbreak my heart was a good one. Possibly top five. That wasn't. That was a good one. Possibly Absolutely. top five. Absolutely. Damn, but, that's man. That was good, especially when she went to the bridge. Listen. Tony hey, you love me again. Oh my god. <laughs> Tony can give it to you. Oh, it's your Absolutely. mic. Absolutely. She made me feel he said it's my mic. <laughs> no, in what Vogue. about Invoke? What about What's in Vogue? it gonna be? What was the Invoke song? That's the the one Casey just said. What's it gonna be? Don't change your mind. Fighting love. Uh uh. No, we're gonna. That shit was jukebox, like number (laughs) one of all time. Has a good song, but not the one that she was just talking about. Well, 
I can't pretend. What's it gonna be? And I'm sick of that shit. More have y'all friends. seen that documentary on? Um, I don't remember. Have y'all seen that, that documentary on? Um, what? Okay, on Netflix? I'm the only. Brittany, Brittany Casey, you the only niggas do, that remember this song. On we this should podcast. do an episode, and you do okay. the. We do the R and B shit. I can put a playlist Female together. R&Bs. Let's do female yeah, R&Bs. I can put a playlist best, together. Listen, listen, next best episode. Next yeah. episode. No. Best niggas ain't shit episode <laughs> about R&B groups. I got it. It's in my playlist. You Are say you niggas ain't shit. How funny would that be? That's, that's exactly it's what in he my said, playlist. Casey. Niggas ain't shit. Scrubs. Oh my god! No, this <laughs> nigga. <laughs> first off, first off, um, we yeah, yeah There's a lot of gems. There's a lot of gems out there because I'm really into old school and like neo soul. So like you know your um, what's the stone? You didn't even name any Donnell Jones in your playlist. Donnell ain't on my playlist. I don't know why that nigga was called. Cause the nigga is. I know. I know if half crazy ain't on your playlist, it ain't a playlist. You know what's on my playlist? That's Pants my favorite song of all time. <laughs> nah, of music, you know what's my favorite childish. song? Right. You know what's my favorite song of all time? What's that? So right. beautiful by Music Soul Child. You sure did say that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was what. I don't you know remember that. how that went. He, so beautiful. He sounds like a woman in the sound. I, no, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. You're just I different. Thought was, I thought. Wait, I thought you, it was like like you like Maxwell? You like Maxwell? I thought it you was like Maxwell. Stone. Love Maxwell. Everybody loves Maxwell. I love. I didn't, I didn't, I like, I didn't like Maxwell. I what? like. Um, I don't like what everybody likes. That's because you was too busy on the block. So Niggas the, on the block. But we didn't so this song well. that, you know, A Woman's Word. We like Jaheim, though. We like Jaheim. <laughs> nah, Jaheim used to kill it. Nah. A Woman's <laughs> Word. Why are you laughing, my nigga? He, like he would always sing about in case he didn't make it home, like he was going to die. Because <laughs> he was a prison nigga. In case he was a prison nigga. And he still looked like a prison nigga. Let me make love to you for the last time, baby. He was a nice guy. He was a last time. Wait, wait. So Tank he posted. He was on the come up. Tank Struggle posted. Music. Wait, Tank this posted. Listen, y'all. Tank this posted a picture of the current day Jaheim when he was going on that rant with that Jerry Curl. And he was like, this is what happens when you put that woman first. And so oh, Tank, no. Tank commented like, I'm so glad I passed on that song. Because, you know, at that time... They would shop those demos yeah. to yeah. all the R and B artists. And Tank, while he had Force of Nature out, he was more of a producer and writer than he was an artist. Because while we, you can't even get Force of Nature on Apple Music or Spotify. You got to buy it through mm. iTunes. Um, while it was his best-selling album, he was still regarded at the time as just a producer or a writer right, like right. he wasn't big mm-hmm. at that time you know what i'm saying so he was like man i'm so glad i passed on that song because i don't That's want nice i don't Jaheim want had some hits jaheem mario wine is mario wine is you no, like him no he that is that, a very random choice. Very. Casey, thank he you. He made that song. I, I was like, really big. Uh, he had like you, one and a half you songs. Over, you Casey. skipped over uh, Isley one of Brothers, which was with about Diddy. a million other niggas, and you went right to <laughs> Casey. So he made a song with some real <laughs> bars. So one of and my not favorite. Not to disrespect Mario Wines, but like. Right. Wait, but damn. Like, if one, you're cheating. One of my favorite. Um, hold on. Because my heart can't. <laughs> 
Take it anymore. Omar, name Hold another on. one. Omar. Name another one. Right. You don't think that was a banger? Exactly. So exactly. one of my favorite one of my favorite love songs though happens to be from Switch. So you know the DeBarge brothers. Why do you keep naming people I don't never heard of? Like is Switch. any of them famous? Yeah. <laughs> I so say you were the song. queen of R and B. You keep they naming niggas called. from the underground. Ooh. You ain't named Diana I, Ross, Michael Jackson, oh R. Kelly. Like, <laughs> you like you ever heard a little Hold on. Um, little Xanax? Right. I'm like, because, no, no it's not about Xanax. being mainstream. It's Stop about it. being able to reach my soul. Um, oh. Because They've, These people reach their soul. Yeah. But, this, but Michael Jackson sold 40 million rec, 40% of the world records sold in America, in the world, and he hasn't reached his soul. Okay. No, what I'm saying is... Um, where is Please the, don't let it can show. We, I call you. Tra- Cause my I, I'm going to transition. I'm going to transition. Hold on one Go ahead, boo boo. Go, you, Casey. Before you do it, Casey, real quick, I'm looking for something. What's the quick. name of the song? I call you. Casey, name. I'm with you. We can transition. What's it called? Our what? I call your name. By yeah, who? Listen, uh, switch. By, by switch. Include. Why who you is here? Switch? Go up here. Isn't that the name of the Nintendo? No, it's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When I play it, you're gonna be like, "What?" This that is one. this is what she want to hear. This is the best love making song of all time. It ain't the best love make, but it's a night. It's the best love, one of the best love songs to me. It's in my top ten. Oh, I'm about to be so ratchet. I used to think about immature things. You know, like, do you love me? Do you want me? Are you gonna call me like you said you would? Is this really your real phone number? But you know, I'm a man now, baby, a grown man. And I came a long way. <laughs> now, Spears taught me one thing. Taught me to hold on to my love. Yeah, I know what that is. That's throw some D's on that bitch. No. Yes. No, but Anytime I hear song. that intro, I mean, no, I, I respect that. But when I hear that, I want to hear my guy go, throw you know what I'm saying? Throw some D's on that bitch. Yes. And then, then Yay Rich came boy in selling and, crack, all and them haters want a jack. Did you just remember bought the a Yay remix? The, re, the Yay remix? Yes. That shit was hard. Yeah. Well, but I can do that. I can put together a sex but, making love. Sex making so having from sex. what from what O was saying, you're gonna have to put that together for us. Because right now, I don't believe you you need more people is all I'm saying as it relates to I got the more suggestions people. that you gave us. You gave us some random shit. I gave and you I know some he threw you out there on the spot. You I know gave what I'm you saying? some shit that cause see a lot of the old shit is dude, Luther. I'm so mad I didn't get to see him in concert before he died. Right. I am a Luther fan to the core. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Luther, fucking the Osley Brothers, goddamn it, Smokey Robinson. Mm-hmm. I grew up on that shit. My parents are 1,000% born in 56 and 57. So they grew up They grew up on that. And so all I know is V1 on fucking three. And goddamn it, 95.5. <laughs> goddamn it. 
All right. All right. I'm sorry, Casey. (laughs) Man, we've been hijacking your podcast. No, it's fine. I'm about to shut it down in a minute. Like, it's just. Why are you leaving us right now? It's fine. I am going to have to leave soon. But um, one of the biggest things that has been released that um, you guys can let me know if you watched it or not. Mm. But um, the Michael Jackson doc came out Uh on uh, HBO. Okay. I'm boycotting HBO. I'm not watching this shit. That's interesting. And I'm mad at yeah. Oprah. Omar Omar stepped away for a quick second because uh-huh. you would have gotten a big reaction from him. Oh, okay. Because uh, he, I think, is also refusing to watch it. I'm watching it. <laughs> Interesting. I am wondering, though, if we are all kind of in agreement because I refuse to watch it. Uh, mm. It's not even like an active refusal i just don't find any value in it at this no point. like for me it's more so um like okay let's take r kelly for instance r kelly is still alive and can actually do harm to people um i'm not saying that you know should these alleged if these victims were actually victims i don't want to say that they shouldn't have a voice and that they should never say anything um, but for me personally, it doesn't provide any value to my life. You know what I mean? Like I don't, right. he, he can't hurt anyone else if it were to be true. Mm. Um, so That's for an me, it's perspective. It, yeah. It just doesn't, it doesn't provide it really. It's just an outlet for his alleged victims. Um, mm. and, Casey, and for them, I don't, I don't know why that, you know, either saying it to, uh, their families or to um you know a therapist wouldn't be sufficient they need to you know get paid off of it or whatever and i'm not i'm i'm not judging because if they're actually victims i really try to believe victims when they absolutely speak their truth but um it just to me doesn't really make any sense and i'm, I'm actually surprised that hbo picked it up but Girl, I, am too. I, I don't know why R. Kelly drove so... At first, it was a Sundance special. Remember when I sent you guys that link, well, that Instagram video of Riza Islam talking about his experience at Netherland, that he had been to Neverland twice as a black kid from Compton, and he had a great fucking time? Mm. He was like, the media spin shit because... Michael, yes, he let boys sleep in his bed, but Michael slept on the floor. Like, they didn't want to hear that part of it all. It's just that Michael was a different guy, so him explaining shit to you was very face value. It's like, did you let young boys sleep in your bed? Michael's like, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't Michael following up time, with, while- I didn't sleep with them. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so... At first, and here's the deal. Like to to reiterate my point. Like I, while I believe that guy, I believe you know his kids, his nieces and nephews who are like, this is not who he was. Should he have done this, they wouldn't have known about it. So like I, I understand what people say that this isn't the person that they saw ever do anything to any other kid. It doesn't mean that they didn't do. He didn't do something to those kids. True, but, absolutely. But the first guy, the main guy of this story that they claim is mm-hmm. the one that's claiming that this abuse happened, is mm-hmm. the same kid that retracted his statement and said, my mama is the one that made me say this thing, these Correct. things. It did not happen this way. This did I never understand. happen. Yes. So how and you going to have like, a I fucking am, 
special. I'm, I'm trying to. Off I'm, I'm trying to though. I'm trying to be though as objective as possible because even then. When he retracted it, he was pretty young, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And back then, it could he could have been picked on and it made his life hell. How could you say Coerced. these things about... Y- y- you say what? Coerced. Right. So Whoa. so many... There could have been so many reasons that he retracted but it. But it wasn't like now, he just said, it, I, I, it didn't happen out loud. He said, my mama made me say it. Well, let That's me fine. Ask you it doesn't, ma- it doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter what question. he said. Here's the deal. You guys, I'm not defending him. I'm saying that there's a, a hundred reasons why he could have said that then and right. why he's saying it now. My point has nothing to do with whether or not the accusations are true. To me, it just feels like it doesn't provide any value at this point. Oh, like he's, I, to- I totally agree. I'm with you, Casey. Yeah, and and because I, I mean, when there's smoke, there's fire. I think he was weird and gross. I don't know that he fucked little kids, but <laughs> right. who I think, do I? I don't fucking know. I think everyone agrees with you on that, Casey. Right? Like Michael Jackson was definitely weird, right? And and I haven't watched the documentary. I'm not gonna watch it. However, what I've what what I come to find out was these two people were paid to do this documentary. Yeah, right? I'm mad that's, at Oprah. That's, of course. There's Oprah no way they don't get money. So you were paid. So it's like, why didn't you bring this up when he was alive? Mm-hmm. You wait till he's dead, and then so both that of he the wouldn't people, hurt anyone else. You knew he had the, kids that he adopted, right? And both of the people were both of the people are in financial trouble. Okay. So they they bring this up. So Corey Feldman said, like, I was there in Neverland around that time that they were there, and he's like, I'm not going to discredit their story. But what I will say is that some of the things that they said weren't true, where he mm-hmm. said there were only little boys around. He's like, no, there were girls around, too. There were little girls. Yeah. There were people around. And a lot of things that they were saying in the documentary weren't, weren't true. Mm-hmm. Is what Corey Feldman said. And so did Macaulay Culkin. Said, came out and said the same thing. Mm-hmm. I would say, like, I, I'm, I'm going to say this. Like, there wouldn't be two people... Why is there only two people, right, in a documentary and the same two people that were involved in the original conversation? Ain't no more. Which they recanted their statements and then they were also shown to be paid by the estate for the same thing and then now they're not being paid by the estate. So it's like, oh, let me come out and speak about it. Right. So that's weird to me. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, these guys are taking advantage of a dude that's dead, right. you know, which yeah, to me is weird. Say, yeah, a lot of people said that Michael ended up paying them to just shut, like, stop. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because he didn't want it to, to, to keep continuing. Because in his mind, he didn't understand what was going on, right? So they said since his death, a lot of those payments have stopped. Right. And so the checks have run out because I was like, what you mean the checks have run out? Like, right. Well, what does that mean? Because in my mind, if you pay on somebody, then you guilty. But even mm-hmm. after the even after the um, court ruled that Michael was not liable or he did not do those things, he still paid them to shut the fuck up. Like, hey, the only way I can gag order you is if I cut you a check. You know what I'm saying? So well, apparently yeah. those those payments had stopped and now they ramped up this HBO special. And here's the deal. Like the reason that I keep 
trying to reiterate that what they said, all these different factors around them and all of that. The reason that I feel like all of it is irrelevant and I'm I'm hesitant to even bring it up is because these are the kinds of things that people say about victims when they come out, you know, 20 years later and say, you know, Harvey Weinstein right. did the same thing to me or, you know, whatever the case. So like I ne- my my thoughts on this have nothing to do with them. Like I don't right. believe them, but that's not the point of this. The point is th- it doesn't provide any value right now. Like right. he can't hurt anyone else. If it's true, he's dead. He cannot hurt anyone else. And so Facts. unless and you conveniently bring it up at a time where he can't sue your ass to death. Like see, yeah, right at that point it's one it's your estate, story. Though. Right. They can sue the estate though. But, but they can the, sue the And that's estate. what they're doing. But, I think. but Michael couldn't retaliate for defamation. Like it's like he, we we've been through this already. Well, I think that's what, what his family it. is trying they're to do. They're doing it for money. Right. That's what I'm saying. I get it, but I'm just saying, like you bring it up conveniently when a nigga's dead and it's like he can't even defend himself like in a situation where if this wasn't for me for me i think what makes a lot of this and 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 i think this is kind of where you were going a bit casey like because i my sentiments personally are very much how all of our sentiments are right you can't have my but 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 i also (laughs) have to own that there is a piece of me that isn't willing to even hear the story because of the relationship that I not only have the, the idea the of the music. relationship I have with him, but then also his music, right? Absolutely. Like, um, you know, when we talk about, and not to compare apples to oranges, but just to keep it 100, um, when we talk about Trump, right, and what it means to have cognitive dissonance, mm-hmm. It's this it's this thing where it's like when someone says something that confirms my already, you know, uh, pronounced biases about Mm -hmm. a person, I'm going to go ahead and be like, yup, exactly. Right. Like so certain people say certain things about Trump. And because we've already owned the fact that we believe he's an asshole or he's a narcissist or he's a racist, he may be all of these things. But when a story comes up that someone decides to plagiarize, if we just decided to make up some shit here on this podcast and we had a healthy enough followers and then we just threw some shit out there. Right. I threw some shit out there that sounded good. Right. And we've got, you know, a million followers and they believe us to be upstanding individuals. And then all of a sudden I say this, Mm -hmm. that story will get traction. It will be considered reality. For yeah. a million people who rock we with on us, Spotify now. You know, right? So we could be, we could be quoted. <laughs> we not Wikipedia right. no more. Right, right, right. We not Wikipedia we on, we no more. Spotify. We so on Spotify. We on Spotify. We are a source of <laughs> information. Listen, listen, listen. You listen, understand listen. what I'm saying? And but but here's but here's where it gets dangerous, right? Like they hear it. Mm-hmm. And then automatically they assume and they accept it as truth. And right. then they start spreading it, right? Yep. So everyone that rocks with them starts spreading this. Yep. And, and then, now it's skewed and shit. And so now it goes from a million to it's 10 million. Mm-hmm. And then everybody feels like it's true until the actual facts come out. And it's like, you know what? That's false. But, right. but, but the real truth doesn't penetrate society the same way that 
the salacious right. thing did, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But don't nobody but, like the truth because it's not as but juicy. It's, but but sometimes it's deeper than just them not liking the truth. It's I told you what you wanted to hear, and you were willing to accept it as such, right? Before right. you went and you did your own research, right? right? Like so, therein lies the danger when you already have a bias before you hear information. Absolutely, you know so. I can admit that I have a bias in this regard, right? And so when I take away Thriller and I take away Mm -hmm. Rock With You and I take away, you know, Off The Wall. I can't. I mean, we cannot. But let's let's pretend pretend like we could. Let's let's pretend like we could. Let's let's pretend like we could. And then we just heard 35-year-old men or 30-some-year-old men with... Now, now we know all the specifics, but just what? if we just heard oh, the specifics, this dude is yeah, hanging around yeah, with a white yeah. kid and they're sleeping in the same bed, we would initially rush to a judgment. You know what I'm saying? And so I think I... I know how I feel and how I feel is how you guys feel, but I always play devil's advocate in my own mind to say... Mm-hmm. Damn, like, Mike if it was a different situation, would I be more willing to at least consider? And I think this is what Casey is saying. Like, yeah. if, if if we considered the possibility of X, Y, and Z, like, you know, yeah, what does it mean? Up. Now, 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 I'm still with y'all because we, and honestly, I'm with y'all not even just because I rock with Mike. But I'm with y'all because we grew up with Mike and we knew he was weird. But what if we did And this? he didn't exhibit what we but, would consider but, but we're prototypical. Both, we're both bantering back and forth, right? Let, let me ask you a question, okay. right? So let's let's look at it like this. Like we we say Mike's weird, right? We we all agree on that. Like Mike's a little weird. Mm-hmm. We we grew up around weird weird people. You know what I mean? Like we can't automatically associate weird people with pedophiles right that's true because then yeah, now that's you're true. cross that's true you know you're cross judging people so but so there were say, some weird ass people that, that were, were also doing <laughs> that shit oh, but, shit. but let's but let's say like mind blown, you know right? let's think about it like you know you when you grew up back in the day mm-hmm. you thought people that rig you know you you grew up you know if you grew up in you know a certain neighborhood you looked at people that read comic books as weird, mm. right? They were different than everyone else. They were different that ain't what than we're everyone else about they were doing. With Mike. But no, but but I'm saying I'm saying it's the same thing, right? If you think about Mike, let's take Mike, right? Like, but let me let me let me draw out the scenario. In certain neighborhoods, right? Like you have people that are into different shit, right? They're into different things, like you may have people that are into things that you're not into. And that automatically makes them weird. So for for MJ, for example, MJ has been famous before any of us were alive, right? And he's been... Guess how old Mike was with his first performance with the Jackson How old? Give it to Five. That's what I'm saying. He never had a childhood. Exactly. So that's where Neverland came from. Exactly. And that's what I be trying to tell people. Like, y'all listen, be trying to crucify this And we're this not making excuses, right? I'm we're not, not making, making excuses, excuses, but, but that's me, where the th- weird comes you from. You can pull this video up. You guys can pull this video up. There's a video of Michael Jackson. Fucking five. Look at him. Listen, there's a video of Michael Jackson, like, 
you know, when people don't understand is that when you're that famous, you don't At have five. a life. You don't have a life, right? He didn't even go to there's school. A, there's like a video. Everybody. You guys can search it. Or, or people can, you know, you guys can search it. But there's a video, if you can, you can pull it up, where Michael Jackson rents out a grocery store, hires paid actors to be in the grocery store so he can go fake shopping. <laughs> because he wants to know what it's like to go shopping, right? Because he's never been shopping. Like, we think that's weird. But think about how it looks on his end. Right. So I don't know what it's like to be normal. And, and, and the killing part was Mike wasn't removed from his blackness at all. Like, I've recently, over the last couple of weeks, been getting, you know, little videos and stuff about Michael talking about just black black shit like black america why can't we have our own shit you know what i'm saying so he he was very aware of like the show like the social context and the financial disparities between black folks and and like white america there was a lot of shit that he just was not able to do so it of course it comes off as weird hell one of his best friends was diana ross and he was five she was you know who his other best woman. friend was He's Donald Trump, guy, Donald monkey. Trump was his best friend. Donald Trump was his best was friend he? too. Piece of yeah. shit. Like, let but me tell you something. Donald, like, I think Donald like, Trump is like a chameleon. Like, but let me tell you something. He just fit uh, listen, into a lot of shit just so I'm he could continue to get like you know just his own celebrity. He's always been a social whore, and that's what it really, really was about. Like, they they, mm. they blew up that fucking picture of Donald Trump and the Clintons together. When really it was just that they was all at the same fucking party together and they Let took a picture. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. You know, you know, you know what you're saying is 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 kind of like what we're talking about is a conspiracy theory, <laughs> nigga. Do you know who came up with the term conspiracy theory? Right? Who did Donald Trump? No, nigga. KKK. No, Isaac, I told you just the other day. Who came, <laughs> who, who came CIA. up? The CIA. CIA. Conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Do you know why they Michael. came up with that term? Against Michael. No, they came <laughs> up with that term for the simple fact for you not to believe something that you know is true. I don't believe that Michael fucked, put his dick in little boys. Right. I don't believe that. Well. I believe uh, that there was some questionable shit. No. Because he was listen, a grown ass man. Listen. And and people didn't understand him, and I get I get that. Put it like but this. I don't Put think it like he, this. He physically. The two people that were are making these accusations has no credibility. None. It's just the same way as Michael Cohen has no credibility <laughs> against Donald Trump, right? Like you lied before, you lied, you're lying again. It's the same shit. Well, at but this here's point, you're lying and you're but still going to thing. jail. So but is here's it the really thing. the same thing? Donald Trump's alive. Michael Jackson is dead. Steve Jobs is dead. What? Walt right. Disney, dead. I'm sorry. Where are we going with this? This is a Kanye. This is a Kanye <laughs> movie. Because <laughs> you don't know that. I'm going to need you guys to get on your Kanye history. <laughs> oh, sorry. God. I didn't study. Right, I right, didn't. I wasn't uh, ready, was, Casey. Yeah, anyway. Was, no, I Honestly, I, I hear everything y'all are saying, and I personally... I don't know is what I can say about it. I have doubt. I have doubt. If it, it, I have doubt, but the thing about it is if it was anybody other than Michael Jackson, he fucked them kids. Like they're like, you're not making, well, he was weird. He had a rough childhood. He never had a child. Fuck all that. Like if it was someone else, he would not have the benefit of the doubt. However, 
we do know those things. The witnesses are not credible. All these things add and up to no it's a strong else, possibility that it didn't happen. No one else doesn't, but it doesn't matter now. It doesn't matter now. Mm. That's the that's it. R. Like, Kelly got ninety seven bitches. <laughs> yeah, and they and there's all proof, alive. There's proof of it. There's and it was piss pots and shit holes with the yeah. bitches. Okay, ninety seven holes. You did that shit. Okay, you got the same two niggas that didn't grew up looking like they poor and they need a motherfucking handout. But no. Brittany, you're telling me that if you heard about a man that had a, a bunch man. of kids at his house all the time, you wouldn't ne- you wouldn't think, yeah, he probably not doing nothing. He's just weird. You'd say Brittany that. Brittany would say, ain't no problem. No, ain't no, no problem. fuck no. out of here. Omar would the say fuck that. She would. Omar would say that. I would ask a few questions. Okay. Right. No, listen, nigga. We, we would just need let's a couple stop, questions Let's answered. not play this game. But no, let's we're not, not play playing no game. Casey, listen, I am a favor of humankind, okay? I love my people. But at the end of the day, I am about people doing right unto people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't sleep good at night knowing that I'm for some fuck shit just because a motherfucker is white or a certain color or whatever the fuck the case is maybe so i would ask a few questions but you might be right i might be a be quicker to judge because they not michael jackson it's just it's 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 just i just feel a certain type of way about this because we've been through this with mike and and motherfuckers have always been against him in this way and yes he makes it easy he makes himself an easy target because he don't made he made himself an easy target because he don't quite defend himself like culturally like we do like R. Kelly with Gail and cry <laughs> he didn't cry he talked to Oprah and he said no why would I do that why would I do that why would I do that speaking speaking of which I'm what, what fucking do you think pissed Oprah's motivation. But I get it. I get it because I bet HBO approached her like, well, you interview Mike and you never got to interview the the victims. So this is your chance to interview the victims. However, Oprah, nigga, you should tell them, no, I I feel weird about it. So that's what you think her her motivation was? I don't think it was her motivation. I think that that was her motivation. Yes, Oprah was the the one talking to the little motherfuckers. Well, the grown. I know exactly what it is then. (laughs) Yes. Oh, no, what? I know exactly she, he was, what it is. She, what? Okay. What? Oprah just had a movie, so she rich as fuck. No, no, she don't no, need uh, nothing. Uh, uh, I don't even think it's that. What is it? Let me tell you exactly what, what it is. What is it? Because Oprah is my spirit animal. I love Oprah, but I'm upset no, no, at her right now. No, no, we all do. We all do. I'm but upset like, at but her like, right now. I, I, because, because I rock with Oprah. What? What you finna say? I feel kind of confident. What? That this is... Maybe a little bit of what the impetus behind her reasoning for doing this, right? Like Oprah has since maybe year three or four into her career, she's been a truth teller. And well, she's, she's a journalist a at truth, heart. Exactly. Absolutely. Right? And so she wants long. to arrive at the truth. So when you think about what occurred back in the early to mid 90s, it was Oprah that got Mike off. Because it was her that interviewed him at the Neverland Ranch yes. when he Everybody was sitting down it. with her, I looking remember. eye to eye before the internet, right? Yeah, like that shit. She talked probably, about his skin. She talked about them boys. She, she talked, talked about, about Neverland. She talked about the fucking right? monkey. And so from that point forward, and they debuted a video after, after we after we saw yep. what looked like 
honest, legitimate, you know, authentic reaction to I would never hurt these boys, yada, yada, yada. I think that's when we all collectively was like, you know what? Mike is just weird. He's not a pedophile. So Oprah is who got him off back then. Right. She was the one that vindicated him. Right. And so when all of this stuff occurred, she, she probably did better than then, Gail. She probably then you so sick. <laughs> she probably then said to herself, you know what? This new stuff is starting to jump off. And she probably felt a little she probably felt a little responsible and she had to ask herself, did I do the wrong thing? Right. Like, did I did I did I do something that maybe let a pedophile off? Did I maybe do something that let a pedophile off? And, you know, her decision was the only way I can be fair is if I give both sides equal platform you feel what i'm saying equal voice because because i gave the 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 billionaire person the most popular person on the planet an opportunity to -hmm. give his voice now let me you know 20 some odd years later just 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 in the in the in the, uh, I can't think of what I'm looking for, to but clear her conscience. But, but but you know what though, Casey? Like not just that, but like in an effort to try to be fair and balanced. Well, I, I agree. with I got to hear both arguments. Right, right, right. I, gotta, I, I vindicated him. Yeah, he's he's passed away. He can't do whatever. But but we got to hear this other story because I, maybe it's credible. Got right? you. I agree with Oprah that. Because Oprah don't need the money, and that's one Oprah thing don't we know. Need the money. Oprah don't need the money. Or, so she or, didn't do this shit because of the money. Or, or the, the notoriety. notoriety. So, Motherfucker been winning. So, listen, and and I'm sorry. There's that one last person movie I that know. came out with her and Mindy and Reese Witherspoon. I took the kids mm-hmm. to see it. It was amazing, and really? I've seen it a second time mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, uh, what's it called? Wrinkle Casey? in time. Wrinkle in time. Okay. Oh shit! It was amazing. Oh shit! I, oh, I didn't it was download that. You need and I wanted to see, to see that. Okay, the kids I'm check and you know out. my evil children. <laughs> they enjoyed it. They are they beautiful. You better it. stop it. But I even though one of them is a Gemini, both of them, both. Or a Gemini. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Smile across the bear. So <laughs> I agree that um it's a full circle. Right? right so right, like right. I, I agree that she not necessarily vindicated him, but she gave him a platform and she got all that information out from his perspective. And because the boys at the time were so young and she was a nigga. Let's let's talk about that. Mm. And it's Oprah. It, that was big Oprah. Mm. She was a nigga. They weren't letting them little boy white boys big Oprah, talk big Oprah. to Oprah. You uh, feel me? But because Mike was who and, Mike well, was. Well, uh, and because honestly, Mike was she, who Mike she was. She probably couldn't speak to the kids. No, no, no. Too. Like legally, I, I don't think she no, could. No, no, no. 60 Minutes got an interview. I'm I'm, I'm I'm dead ass with the parents probably. Well, well and no, the kids. She could have got the parents. I don't know if you can do the kids though. They could be the in the room with the parents. Kids they could be with the parents, but the but the kids can't be by themselves because you know that's like, you know, mm. coercion and shit. You got to be with the parents, but I'm sure 60 Minutes got an interview with the the parents and the kids, but they weren't giving that to Oprah because we again a racial divide. However, Mike gave it to Oprah because Mike could have most definitely talked to Diane's ass. As well, right, right. but he gave it to Oprah. Right. We we gonna Ooh. we gonna keep we gonna keep moving. Okay, so, okay. um, I think it's a full circle because for Oprah, it's like okay, 
Cool. And this is how HBO approached it. Because as I mentioned before, it was a Sundance special. No big network had it. Listen, we got Game of Thrones coming up in uh, No, I'm going to tell you what happened. I'm going to tell you what happened. It was a Sundance special. We about to win. Motherfuckers knew about it, which is why the Risa Islam guy knew. Because they approached him to try to get him to get in on that shit. I'm telling you what happened. And he was like, which probably was like with the other ones. Mike ain't never touched me, and I'm not doing that shit. And because when Reza Islam talked about it, he called it a Sundance special. When fucking Surviving R. Kelly dropped on Lifetime, mm. and they saw the numbers over a three-day weekend, a three Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, motherfuckers was tuned in, okay? Celebrities and regular folk alike were tuned in. HBO was like, we need that money. And what we finna do is buy that shit, get that shit from Sundance, and we finna get Oprah ass to motherfucking interview these motherfuckers. It don't take long to put no shit together. Tell them, Ike, how long it take to put some shit like that together. I mean, it don't. But I'm saying right? that could be that could be HBO's MO. Right, and so HBO's MO but, but had to have been something that was probably wasn't. Like, and, that's, okay, and that's what I was getting at. I'm gonna do this full circle because I did right, interview right. Mike, and I if never I'm gonna got a chance. If I'm going to keep it 100, that's right, probably what she was saying. Got a chance to interview the boys, right? So why not? She didn't want to be in a pocket for and and, and in her if, mind. If she we gonna thought, talk about Oprah, what, what what I'm getting at, which is what I think Casey began the conversation on, and and, and even just what I'm saying is that while I know I can go hard in the paint for MJ, and even while I see holes in this, sometimes we have to be cautious when we are quick to castigate someone that pushes against one of our heroes right because there are times where we push against other people's heroes and they really are pieces of shit because let's be honest bill cosby to me if if this shit that came out in the last couple of years never Mm -hmm. came out and bill cosby passed away i shit you not it would have been a national holiday Bill Cosby was America's father. Yep. Like, like that's why it hurts so much of us because if we talk about this man's legacy, he was the real deal. He was the quintessential black father, but not just black father, the father, the American father. Like the entrepreneur, I, the, we don't everything. We could talk about his his on stage presence, his camera presence, but he liked and to his get high and fuck. And you and, know what? And that's what we found out now. You know and, what? And and here's the deal. Now, now to the point that we're making about MJ, and this is what he what, 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 but, but this is also what Omar said a moment ago, and this is where the shit gets real. Uh, it wasn't one or two women that came out against R. Kelly. About nice. 40, 50 women. Thank you. And right? it, wasn't it wasn't one or two women with Bill Cosby. 54. About 40, 54. 50 women. 54. Right? So it's like, you it's know, when we say when it's smoke, there's fire. It ain't, a, it ain't a spark. The boys. It's whatever, right? Like, so my thing is, now, now here's the question. Is this just some people that's trying to get money or is this the initial spark? And then we look up five, ten years from now and more people feel confident with coming out because, see, everybody wasn't coming out about Bill Cosby in the early no. stages neither. So guy? so all I'm saying is if if we look up five, ten years from now and then Macaulay Culkin is reversing his story. Right. 
and all these people reversing their story. Now there's egg on all of our faces because they were trying to protect this is the time themselves. To do it. You know what year Michael Jackson died? I, but but do you but, know what year Michael Jackson no, no, died? No 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 no. But see that's unfair though, Brittany, because we're saying that this is the time to do it. The time to do it is when it feels comfortable for you. And nine. The time to do and it. The time to do it, it is matter. when you feel Omar comfortable. Omar just said. Omar just said. Macaulay Culkin just no, 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 spoke no, no. out and said none of that shit happened. He's saying that now, right? But what that about when he's matter. forty-five and fifty and he's like, you know what, you know, because because think about it. Now now now, keep in mind, I'm on the same team, but I'm just saying hypothetically. Macaulay Culkin is still I in his. It. Is still in his. This 30s. is your platform. HBO just released a so, special. But that's not fair to say that. You got to arm around you. Can I play devil's advocate? That's not fair to say that. Can I play devil's advocate? This is the time for you to do it. People I, share stuff when it's comfortable no, I'm for saying, you I, to hear it. What do we what have we looked at it this way, right? Look at yeah, we're going to wait for Macaulay Culkin so to say file Ma- bankruptcy Cohen, and right? then let's say, say that Michael he got Cohen, molested by Michael Jackson. Let's say Michael wow. Cohen is telling the truth because Karen was like, how can we believe you and you lied under oath before, right? I'm okay. still going Same to jail. Same thing with those people, right? So we look at Michael Cohen. Let's look at Michael Cohen, right? What if he's telling the truth, right? Mm-hmm. What's going to come is, from it? He's still going to jail for the same time. He don't get no less, no more. For telling the truth or not. He could still lie for Donald Trump and get kicked back when he get out of jail. He go on a chair. He's still going to jail regardless. Regardless if he tell the story or not. So voila. So is he a believable character is the question. What I'm saying mm-hmm. is he has made a move where he has so, questionable tendencies for so, sure. So here's why I'm going to challenge your intellect. Right, I don't want to challenge my intellect. No, no, I not that way, am. not that way, boo boo, not that way. Right, listen, what? So, because I'm, I'm using, say, I'm using nigga. the Michael Jackson thing well, as an example, yes. right? I, I, yes. So, if we look at the Michael Jackson thing as an example, right? When we look at the two people, if we were to challenge their credibility, and this is just a test for all of us, right? If we were to challenge their credibility, this dude lied, right? Like, or not lied, but he said one thing, and then now he's saying another. Now that Michael Jackson's dead. Michael Jackson can't defend himself. Right. That's that's opinion. why I have doubt. That's why I have doubt with this case. But if you look at the Michael Cohen case, this guy lied about one thing, and then now he flips. And he's like, oh, no, he said this shit. He's racist. And I'm like, okay, uh, now that I have to use my brain cells with this one. Do I think Donald Trump's racist? Yes. Or... Do I believe this guy who's saying Donald Trump's racist Donald Trump's and he's lied racist. under oath before? To protect Donald Trump, that's big racist. And he's worked for him for 10 years. Yes. These kids, or not even kids, you can't even call them kids. They were around They're grown Michael ass men Jackson right now. for a very long time. And so was a lot of other people. But if they started as children, you know, it's... <laughs> What, are you saying I they get, were still I, getting molested until Michael Jackson died? No, it, they grew up around him. But if he, they start, if he start, if he was grooming them, as they say, and he started molesting them when they were young, a lot of times those kinds of victims grow to love their abuser. So it, the the story isn't completely far fetched. I don't believe them to be credible. But again, it doesn't matter to me at this point. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. it he can't hurt anyone else. And I think that it's 
I don't want to say, oh, they're tarnishing his legacy because if he did do it, fuck his legacy. But it doesn't, the timing doesn't make sense right now, but I'm just trying to discredit them as accusers is not the priority here. It just doesn't seem like it was something that HBO nor Oprah should have really given a platform for. But fuck Game of Thrones. Shit. That's because you don't watch and it. HBO as a conglomerate <laughs> and as an organization. Yeah, that's because you don't watch it. Uh, Omar, <laughs> or, I'm sorry. I, do you have an opinion? I do have an opinion. Uh, and you know what? Nigga always got an opinion. Oh, man. Don't I? Don't I? Don't <laughs> yes. I? Yes. Don't the fuck I? Okay. Let me go ahead and uh, let me go ahead and take a moment. To, you know, preface this, right? Like uh, that I'm going to try to keep this as brief as possible. Um, and I very well may even offend some people, right? Like just because, you know, sometimes in the field things get real, right? I had an experience that occurred the other day that was, uh, it, 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 it touched me in a couple of ways, right? Um, but... I have this other side of me that all of my close friends, my loved ones, uh, my colleagues that get close enough to me understand exists. And it's called the warrior. Right. The warrior is that side of me that I would say I call it the dark side, but it's not dark in a sinister space. But it is dark in in a in a in a space that it doesn't attempt to. Uh, fit into any preconceived ideas of what people think is proper. It's just like we all have this piece of us that we just understand and we just kind of respect where we're just like, yo, I'll set it off. Like some of us call it our ratchet side. Some of us call it our real side. Like we understand what it is, but we know that we have another side that isn't the side that we that we show when we're in corporate environments. Right. So I'm working at an agency uh, at a nonprofit agency, and there was a gentleman that came in, and he came in maybe about a week and a half ago. And this gentleman was speaking to a case manager at the agency. And the best way that I can explain this gentleman is he just sounded pitiful, right? And not pitiful in the sense of, oh, you know, we got to help him to become better, but just pitiful in the sense of he was unwilling to do anything for himself. And as I heard this person talk, it made something inside of me itch. An itch in a way that just made it difficult to even sit in my seat. But I was like, you know what? This isn't a client that I'm dealing with. I'm going to just shut up. I'm not even going to have anything to do with this. Sure enough, a week later, he comes in, which was a couple of days ago. He's sitting in that exact same seat. He gets into this conversation. And I promise you guys that are listening to this podcast inside of this second hour that are listening to my voice. That's like, you know what? I, I know you could be a little ratchet, whatever. Like, understand I'm sitting there and I am in corporate business mode and I am burning inside because I want to say something so bad. So bad. Right. The guy is unwilling to take any ownership of his circumstance. He's dealing with a case manager, which the young lady is about 23 years old. This guy is every bit of about 45, maybe 50. 
And everything he keeps saying is, well, can you do this? Well, please. Oh, please. Will you do this? Da, 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 da. And I'm just hearing this. And I'm, just, I'm ignoring it. I'm ignoring it. And there comes a point where I'm like, you know what? I, you may be able to help. Because he sounds like he's being weak. And there is the potential that I can maybe share something with him that elevates his state of mind and helps him to understand that, you know what? In the space that you're at, you're going to have to put forth the majority of the effort. So to go back to an earlier point that Omar was making about the two types of black individuals, right? Because I'm actually both. That's what's unique, right? I tell people all day long I ain't shit. When I say I ain't shit, it's not because I don't think I'm great. It's because I understand and I accept that there are pieces of me that not only still embody the darkness, but there are pieces of me that's very connected to my culture. Very connected to my culture. But then there are other pieces of me that also understand that in order to develop, in order to elevate, I have to become a better person. I have to elevate. I have to dig deep reach down and accommodate, acquiesce, right? Level up, as we call it. I understand that that exists because I can't just go and like Marcus Garvey wanted to do, move back to Africa. I mean, technically I could, but I don't want to. Why? Because I'm actually an American. Newsflash. I'm an American. I know we want to be Africans, we want to be black, we want to be this, but if I'm being very honest, I'm all of that, but I'm also an American. I'm not going to pretend like I'm not an American. I'm going to own that shit. I'm going to own that shit. I love my black culture, but I'm African-American. I'm not an African. I'm not an African. If I go to Africa right now, I probably would not be accepted as part of the tribe. They would see me as an American. Now, this this doesn't make me feel any kind of way about my relationship with Africa. I'm just keeping it 100. If I go to Africa right now, they are not going to see me as part of the tribe. So I'm owning this. I am an American. I know I'm an American. I know from the things that I want to do, from the ways I talk, from the ways I see the world, I am an American. Right. And so in that moment, I got bothered by the fact that this guy was not pulling himself up by his own bootstraps, that he wasn't taking ownership. Like, I don't want to hear the excuses, right? But I wasn't doing it in a, you need to be better. I was like, you know what, let me go ahead and get this guy some tools to help him be a little bit better. So I interject when the case manager was about to start speaking. Oh, actually, she was speaking. I said, you know what, do you mind if I just interject? She said, oh, no, go right ahead. I kid you guys not. The moment that I started spoke speaking, this guy immediately, his energy changes. So he went from sounding pitiful. He went from sounding like he couldn't do anything to all of a sudden I felt this aggressive energy. Right. He couldn't look me in the eye. He's looking at the young lady and he goes, man, he over here ear hustling. Man, if y'all don't want to help me, why is it that? I mean, it was everything i'm i'm gonna spare you guys everything that i heard but just know that he said one thing that really stood out of my mind he literally had the audacity to say my mama used to spoil me my mama used to spoil me so i don't know how to do all of this stuff 
My mama used to support me. I'm used to people doing this stuff. And then from that point forward, everything that came out of his mouth sounded incredibly entitled. I couldn't believe it. It was it was like, oh, my God, to the point where he was telling us we weren't asking him to do much. We weren't saying you got to twi- uh, type a, a 12 page dossier in order to do this thing. He's sitting here trying to get housing because inside of a month he's going to be homeless. There was a complete unwillingness for him to even make a phone call. The day before he reached out to her, he said, uh, my coworker said, what, did you follow up and make the phone call that I asked you to make? No. Can you do it for me? No, I'm sorry. I'm going to need you to do it. Please. She said, no, Mr. So-and-so, you're going to have to do it. Pretty please. Pretty please. 45-year-old nigga is telling a 23-year-old Indian woman, pretty please, to make a phone call able-bodied intelligent right like 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 this is the stereotypical picture when we see uh or when we think about people that are on social services or people that use welfare even though like you pointed out earlier i think it was either you casey or Brittany. one of you guys pointed out that really the person that really should be the picture of welfare is the white person is 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 the white woman a 45 year old white woman right but we don't use that image we don't use the 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 40 year old black mother that's got two jobs and two children that's grinding her ass off when we talk about welfare we think about this guy right here who selfishly admits that he is used to being spoiled and has a complete unwillingness to dig in a little deeper and try a little harder and so we went back and forth a little bit but like there came a point where i just understood you know what i gotta tap out i gotta tap out because you don't really want the truth you don't really want the solution what you want is someone to do it for you and your pathology isn't oh i'm just being controlled because i don't know any better no you know better you know your mom used to spoil you and you want us to spoil you. And it just, it blew me in a way where I realized, well, I've always known it, but I saw us through the lens of the stereotype. And for a brief moment, it made me disgusted with us. Not with us, but with that spirit that does that thing, right? That spirit. And then it made me question, Did his mom fail him? Did his mom fail him? My mom used to spoil me and she passed away a couple years ago. Yada, yada, yada. Did his mom fail him? And I, I held on to that because I know about the Oedipus complex and just how certain women that may not have a man in their life. How do you say it? Oedipus. Oedipus. I said Oedipus. Oedipus. Thank you. Oh, my God. I knew I was fucking on his head. Oh, that's why my people hold me down. Oedipus. The Oedipus complex. The Oedipus complex. I know, but but I know about it, right? Like women that don't have a man in their lives and they try to treat their child like, 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 like they will. No, no, no. It's where their male child idolizes their mother. It mm. has nothing to do with the mother's relationship. It's where the male child idolizes their mother to the extent so where they find either love interests 
that emulate their mother or they fall in love with their mother. That has happened. So do you think that there is, okay, and I'm glad that you interjected because do you think that there's a relationship that says in order for a man to be able to fall in love with his mom, the mom is secretly falling in love with her child? Because to me, like I love my mom, but like my mom held me accountable and there's your no mother way is a real nigga and um, i love you <laughs> i love you. you you feel what i'm tyrese, saying tyrese i preface with i love you right but you are a real so nigga. she she so she, she did not prepared. allow me to fall in love with her. like i love my mom but right i could and not fall in love you. with her because she wasn't she doing loves you, everything she for me you she prepared for me. life now i do think that women who um have actually situations where their sons are in love with them, which I don't think happens a lot nowadays. We see it in a different way than we would have seen it hundreds of years ago where we got the term from. But I think that those mothers um, encourage it for sure. Like um, mothers already love their children, but when it comes to their boys, it's always a different thing. Mm -hmm. And I always said I would never fall into that, but I understand it having a, a, a boy having okay. a son, you know, and it's because as boys, you guys already put your moms here. Mm-hmm. Like that's my mom. That's my mom. And, and that feels good. That right? feels it great feels because <laughs> where you lack it other places, it's, it's very easy to, to, to take it. Like my son is always going right, to love me. Right. You know, my son is always in my right, corner. My son is right. always going to big me up. You know, His daddy ain't shit, but, daddy but, ain't but, shit. but him. My son tells me. <laughs> he loves me. Yeah, my son, he knows when I'm frustrated. He'll jump in front of a car for me. Yes. Right, my son knows right, when I'm frustrated right. and he says, Mom, your hair is beautiful. And I know it's shitty. <laughs> but I'm like, that's my son. And my son knows that I am beautiful. Right. He'll tell me when none of the other children in the house like my food. He'd be like, Mom, this is awesome. And uh, I'd be like, because you're my son. And you're going a, to love trip. my son. Yes. So, and he so makes Brittany, a point to do Brittany, it. Brittany, yes. And I'm so glad that you, I'm so glad that you interjected because you've helped me not only enunciate it correctly, right? But 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 to understand it a little bit more. Yeah. You got to hold but, your babies accountable, but though. But I do still, I, I do still come to the same conclusion mm-hmm. because in that moment, I wanted to blame the mom. And then I turned it inward and was like, you know what? It ain't got to do with the mom. Oh. It's got to do with the dad. This dude did not have strong male influences no, to learn how to job. level she nurtured the him. fuck up. She like, nurtured him. Now, great women, great women. Let's let's make a, you know, a clear indication here. Okay. Because there's a lot of situations where we've seen... Great women raise strong men, although it's not their role to be mom and dad. Men need male but that's, representation. And that's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting at. But it you can take, attest. You shouldn't have to have a great mom in order to be a good man. You can attest that because of your mom. Yeah. Because of your mom. But that's and what because, I'm getting listen, at, Listen, because she handled things the way that she handled things is the reason why the relationship with your father... Your stepfather okay. and everybody is the way that it is supposed to be. But but I'll take it a step further though, and and this is where I give the credit to my stepfather, right? And saying that she wasn't alone, and the fact that once my stepfather came into the picture, I then had an opportunity to see what a real man 
But then you too also have to give credit like. to your mother. Oh, no, she no. picked I get, the right man. All right, now, now I will, I will, Understand I will tip that. my hat to that. Understand I, w- I will that. tip my hat because to we that. have a lot of situations where I women tip my hat to fall that. into the same shit and want to put all that on every that. man. It's about changing the cycle and leveling the fuck I will, up. I will, I will, I will tip my hat to that. But, but, but the way that I'll finish out this opinion is that I caught myself in being in a space where I was. I was ready to place the blame on the woman that I thought felt this guy without thinking about no. the fact that he had no real male influences and, and, and the fact that he was being pitiful for two weeks. And the moment that I engaged him is when all of a sudden I saw the aggression come out of him because you don't want this male influence because you may have never had this male influence enough to be able to accept it and understand that this is who you are supposed to be, right? Like you've lived a life where so many women have made it easy for you mm-hmm. to just, you know, you know, Here's be that funny. guy to 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 Here's lean into funny. that. And all I re- because what I know is that if he had either a father figure or just real niggas in his circle, there's no way he feels comfortable coming around them. Being a dude that's that way, kicking it with guys. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, right. I'm like. Sometimes us as men, we have to own, and 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 this ain't just about us being fathers. So so anybody that's listening to this at this point, this isn't just about men being fathers. This is about men developing real relationships with other men and holding one another accountable and not letting us, not allowing us to be on that fuck shit with one another. Right? Like. Me and Omar have a great relationship. If he ever caught me slipping in a way that he thought he wasn't going, he would Ain't do no more than roast me, right? Like Ain't no problem. he would force me to level up, right? And 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 be the person that I'm supposed to be if I'm going to be fucking with him, right? We got to start right. holding one another accountable Absolutely. as men. And so that's 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 really what the opinion is is it's so easy to blame women for all of our issues but we not only got to look internally we got to start self-correcting ourselves man Mm -hmm. like when it comes to this r kelly shit it bothers me that it's the majority black women that's leading this fucking march and it's not black men that's saying that's not cool like right. like we have to be the ones to 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 talk to people like your and son and say you know what that, but 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 we got a code of silence because we think there's nothing wrong with that behavior and right. those of us that's that 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 knows it is we're so comfortable in our space that we're not self checking one another and so that's really what right. the opinion is about is the reason I was itching, the reason I was burning on the inside is because my spirit was saying, even though this case manager that's a 23-year-old woman is handling him and it ain't got nothing to do with me, my spirit was saying, I, you need to address this shit. Because he is a 45-year-old man that's asking a 23-year-old Indian woman to do some shit that he can do on his own. That's mm-hmm. not cool. And we have to be, we got to be willing we got to be willing to take ownership of that. This is something, Brittany, that 
honestly, I love great women. I love all of that. But this is something, this is a cross that you all should not have to bear. But you yes, all should not have to bear I it. I agree So with I'm you. speaking to my guys right now and letting them know, my niggas, it's time for us to level the fuck up. Because if you're not a weak nigga, if you're not one, you know a weak nigga. If you're not a weak nigga, you know a weak nigga. And it's time for, I'm not saying you got to lay on the motherfucking cross. I'm not saying you got to lay across the, 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 the train tracks. But we sometimes have our guys and we got our boys that we know they could be doing more. They, they, they are, they got so much more potential. It shouldn't take a woman to have to help a man realize his potential when you got your brothers behind you. You got your boys behind you. Like, 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 that's, that's, that's where this is at. Like, yeah, women, like, I understand our relationship, but fellas, I'm talking to y'all right now. If you got some niggas that's in your circle that, that you care about, I don't care if it's your brother, your uncle. Your father, your son, or your best friend. If you legitimately care about him, I ain't talking about a fuck boy. I'm talking about your boy that you rock with. If you know this nigga slipping, it's time for us to start checking one another, man. Like, in real talk, especially as black men. As black men, if we don't do this shit to one another, nobody else will. It it should not come down to black women having to help us be better men. And we supposed to be the men. Right. Like. And so I'm saying if you consider yourself a real nigga, you consider yourself one of them guys, you know, you guys that's in your circle that ain't holding shit down. What I'm saying is. Maybe you should take a little bit of ownership in that. Right. Like take ownership. In that. And I ain't saying check them. I'm saying like help level them up. Right. Like help level them up because it ain't a woman's job to help a man be a better man. It's a man's job. To help a man be a better man. The same way I can't I can't teach a woman how to be a woman. It takes a woman to teach a woman how to be a woman. It takes us to teach a man how to be a man. And and it don't just have to be your son. It could be your guy. It could be your best friend. It could be your cousin, man. If you see that shit, call it out. I was itching on the inside because I knew he wasn't doing the right thing. If you see that shit, bro, man, take ownership. And so that's my opinion. Awesome. Awesome. So just to kind of um, recap, y'all. So uh, R. Kelly don't know how to hold up nobody. Um, MJ didn't fuck them boys. Um, um, I- I'm Becky. She going to jail. She going to do some time. She going to do some time. We we talked about it, but, you know, they going to have to make some make some adjustments for, you know, the black woman in, in, in Akron who had to do nine days and 80 hours a motherfucking um, um, community service. So, so that bitch is going to do some time for, for paying for her, her kid, her stupid ass kid, because they don't they, 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 they dumb. We get it, but they dumb. Um, what else did we talk about? Um, well, I, what else? Was that it? Uh, the R. Kelly, Michael Jackson ain't fuck them boys. Um, I'm Becky doing some time. That's it. Oh, and niggas, be a nigga. Like, come on now. Come on now. I don't care where you are in life. Shit is hard. Shit is hard for everybody, but everybody has to step, step up to the plate. And as men, y'all want to claim that y'all need all these motherfucking respect from these women. Earn it. Do some shit that where you deserve that shit. You know, I just got to talking to my child about this shit. 
Don't ask me for shit that you don't deserve. Deserve. You got to do some shit to get some shit. This is the type of world we live in, and that's just where it's at. I don't know if y'all know, we on Spotify. I done said it a couple times. Uh, I posted it on my page. If you ain't following me, you're losing. I don't understand what's up. Um, I got some cool follows lately. Um, I be looking at them. I don't just be accepting. But that's why I'm private, so I can see you when you see me. Because I want to acknowledge you when you see me. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Because everybody like to be acknowledged. Everybody like to be big, you know congratulated and shit so i want to thank everybody who be reaching out and, and hitting that you know follow button because that's that's what matters that's what's gonna help take us to the next level and shit we got some things in play we do have a tequila tales um on the way the date ha 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 you'll find out soon but it's you know potentially some big shit in the in the in, in the mix i'm excited fuck retrograde because retrograde working with us in a great way so I'm with it. You know what I'm saying? And y'all should be with it, too. Y'all should be excited and happy about how, you know, we're progressing over the over the last, like, you know, 60 days. So I'm going to keep y'all posted because if you following me, you will get the excitement behind the announcements. So I think that you should just, you know, follow me, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. That's how you can get in touch with Tequila Tales in itself. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, our website. Um, the podcast will be posted on Spotify. One more time, Spotify. I'm going to have Ike put some zoom, some shit behind that. Uh, tune in, Stitcher, Apple Mute. You know, I mean, well, you know, Apple iTunes, of course, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud. You know, small giants, small things. To Spotify. Um, we're working on some other additions as well to make sure that y'all don't have no excuses. I don't want to hear that shit. Like when I run into y'all and y'all be like, man, you know, I just don't be having time. I, you know, I ain't got Apple Music, but you got Spotify. Right. I know you got Spotify. Spotify was first. You got it. You got it. You got Spotify or Apple Music. It's, it's the transition to title that's been hard. I know. I know. If they had a complete... Spotify did not come first, is all I'm saying. Uh, Apple Apple came first. That's why it's called a podcast. Oh, oh. <laughs> Get your ass out of here. Oh, here we go. Here we go. The Apple and the, and the, and the, and the fucking um, Android fight forever. The war. It's cool. It's cool. I'll take that. Spotify came second. Whatever. It's a giant, and we're on it, and it's easy to find us, along with all the others. So, um... I want to leave y'all with something profound. I want to say something that's encouraging to relationships today. I know that, you know, um, it's important that you find peace in yourself first before you jump into any relationships where you rope other motherfuckers into your bullshit. Um, What I want you to do is to be confident in yourself and understand what you want. Because if, nigga, you don't know, neither the fuck do i so how the fuck could you put these expectations on relationships and people don't you 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 can't even clearly articulate to me what makes you happy so stay single my niggas if you not quite sure as to where you want to go in life and what you can provide to the next nigga um and then only then 
when you get that, you know, key to the kingdom and you understand what the fuck your life's purpose is, should you rope another nigga in and be responsible for that fuck up? Okay. All right. Love you and appreciate the listen. Um, Till next time, guys. Peace out. Thank <laughs> you.